listening to the smooth sound of RPGMP3.com. Dungeon on. We're in. Hello. 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 Good evening. Good Happy. evening. Good morning. Good morrow. It's not morning yet, surely. It's morning oh, somewhere. Evening. Well, it could be for whoever's listening. Oh, it's true. It's true. Guten Tag. Germans <laughs> won today. Guten Tag. Seven nil. That's just seven, seven, seven one. Oh no! Okay, I knew that there was a huge, huge amount of, uh, of, a, of a score difference. Although it was seven nil. Yeah, it's poor Brazil. Not happy. Yeah. Everybody, everybody follows the football, right? And everybody's railing um, again about no. Yeah, no. a good percentage sure. of your Facebook friends uh, Brazilian or otherwise South American. Sure. You tend to find out who, what's going on with the football, regardless of whether you want to or not. Do you think if it ends up being Germany and Argentina, many of the players will have the same ancestors? They could. They could. Argentina is pretty Germanic in some parts, isn't it? Yes. Does does that matter? Everybody went quiet. Just I was just trying to figure out what the hell he was talking about. Nazis that fled Germany to go to Argentina to escape uh, war crime trials. Like all the Hitler clones. God, it's one minute thirty, and we're already on Nazis. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Okay. (laughs) I'm, I'm upset that nobody got that apart from me, and I'm the worst person at any kind of history ever. And I'm not Argentinian. To be, to be honest, you guys are talking about football, so I kind of droned out. Lockhart, <laughs> oh. all you need to know is that Germany won 7 1 in a World Cup match against Brazil, who are actually quite good. Brazil's under 12 team, apparently. <laughs> under 12 team? What? <laughs> It clearly wasn't any kind of competition for Germany, was it? Nope. That's the kind of match where you get the goalie to come up and score just to rub it in. <laughs> oh. Be afraid to do that in a South American country. That's how you get murdered. That's right. <laughs> German goalkeeper found in 26 pieces. <coughs> so, we are playing The Lost Mine of Fandelver. See how I did that? Training myself... Fandelver, not Flandelver, which is kind of... Who did we just lose? We're so proud hey. of you, Hal. Really? Right. Yes? Oh, somebody. Uh, the recording computer now has Ding, the recording machine... Oh, it's lost me. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still sure there. It's, it's just done that thing where it drops the, the name off the bottom of the screen again. I had, I had, an, I had a name that was Lockhart and Heather's. And now I've just got Heather's. Yeah, we closed her. Um... Okay. I don't see. What's, ah. what's Lockhart's name then? Uh, it should be Roderick That's and right. Hella. Okay, I Hello. don't. I don't see your name on there at all. Probably. Yeah, oh, I just see Thornbast as the uh, Green character. Okay, irrelevant. Let's carry on going, ladies. So we're playing Fandelver, which is better than Flandelving, which. It's a little bit too American Pie, but it is what I said on the starter review that I did. Is that uh, what you said uh, on the starter review? Yeah, but in my defense, in my defense, there is a city called Flan in the Forgotten Realms. 
It's true. Well, isn't so there a that's what's... Well, no, it's P-H-L-A-N. And yes, I'm guessing they do have Flan as well. But, you know, there's a place called Flan, which I'm guessing that Flans come from. And it was kind of stuck in my head when I was reading it. Uh, <laughs> really? Am I staticky? No. Not to us. Okay. It seems all good. Very young gaming. Okay, so let's just say that you guys are in Neverwinter, which is a huge city on the on the Sword Coast, and it's called Neverwinter because it's never winter. Neverwinter. It's always cold. It's never winter. That's right. Fire elementals in the nearby mountain range heat the river water, thus making it never winter. Do I get a star? Yes, you get a star. Yes! So it's not so, in a tropical climb, it's just fire elemental water. Yeah, it's actually it's actually in a very cold area. It's actually in a cold climb. The fire elementals warm the river water. Oh, those nice fire elementals. I know, right? I believe it's Mount Hotter now. I think they, they heat up. What? Yeah, Mount, Mount Hotter now is where they live. Hotter now? Hotter now. H-O-T-E-N-O-W. Hotter now. Or hot now, if you wish. But I think hotter now is funnier. Like Klingenden. I think people were smoking something when they came up with names. This was a long time ago, so yes, they probably were smoking something. <laughs> and they probably shared. Right? So, you're in Neverwinter. You're a group of hearty adventurers. Aha! 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 You have a patron and friend. Okay, dear. You have a patron and friend. Your patron is called Gundren Rockseeker. Gundren Rockseeker. Correct. I should take notes. Am I officially the note taker again? If you wish. Okay, I can do that. Say it again. (laughs) Gundren Rockseeker. Okay, I get it. He has hired you to escort a wagon of equipment... From the city of Neverwinter to a small town called Fandolin. I'm not even going to try and write that. Which is, which is to the south down the high road, which follows the coast, pretty much. He himself is going to ride ahead on a horsey with a human he has hired called Sildar Hallwinter. He's a bad guy. The human, he'll be dead in a week. Sil- Sildar Hallwinter? Sildar Hall Winter, yes. He wants to get ahead to attend to business before you arrive with the supplies. He's offered to pay you ten gold pieces each when you arrive in Fandolin and you deliver the equipment to Barthen's Provisions in the town. It's basically a trading post in Fandolin. Ten whole gold. Yeah, each... Don't get excited. Each. Can we negotiate for a better price? If you like. That almost cover our rations getting there. Um, Gundarin Rockseeker. He's a dwarf? He is a dwarf. He's a businessman? He somewhat, yes. Uh, entrepreneur type. Entrepreneur. Uh, the community of Fandolin. Small? Yes. Big? Reasonably small. Not very big. Um, yeah, pretty small. Well, since the mine shut down, yeah. It's a town, but it's not a big one. Uh, since the mine shut down. Oh, you're pulling... Things already read this adventure. 
Well, no, Lost Minds of Fandelver. I just, yeah. Yeah, yes, that's right. Somebody just make the most obvious joke about the name. Yes, but there's a mine. Okay, I was checking because I I was purposefully not saying anything. Yeah, there's going to be a mine. You know it's true. So they mine fan, they delve for fan there. Or flan, if you will. That's kind of a pudding, isn't it? Probably safer than the treacle mines. We're not having a discussion on what flan is, because apparently there's two different definitions, and Lindsay and I spent an entire night arguing about it. <laughs> what was that? Okay. <laughs> and what was the Mimbari one? Farn? I don't know. I don't know. I, I have a text box to read, which basically covers some of what I've just told you. Okay. But I'm going to read okay. it, because it's because it's in the adventure, and I'm going to read it anyway. You can read it in my posh voice for you if you want. <clears throat> Are we ready? Yes. In, in the city of Neverwinter, a dwarf named Gundren Rockseeker asked you to bring a wagon load of provisions to the rough and tumble settlement of Fandalin, a couple of days' travel southeast of the city. Gundren was clearly excited and more than a little secretive about his reasons for the trip, saying only that he and his brothers had found something big and that he'd pay you ten gold pieces each for escorting his supplies safely to Barthen's Provisions, a trading post in Fandalin. He then set out ahead of you on horse, along along with a warrior escort named Sildar Hallwinter, claiming he needed to arrive early to take care of Bidness. Taking care of business. You've spent the last few days following the high road south from Neverwinter. Actually, before we start... I'm going to give you an opportunity to buy anything you need before you leave Neverwinter. Okay. How many days away is this? Uh, a couple. Mm. Do a we, couple. Do do we are we provided with the provisions ourselves, or we expect to stock up? We're taking a cart of provisions. I think, so. <laughs> I think it's fair that as part of the part of the deal, he will provide you with enough trail rations to last the journey. Then. Otherwise, I think Roderick is good. Everybody, anybody else need any equipment before we leave Neverwinter? I had questions about my ability to make arrows. And what about what about it? And uh, what can I do? I have to make them from scratch, or can I like salvage parts of the arrow from corpses? You could probably retrieve the flights, maybe. And maybe the tips, but you'd still have to actually fletch the arrows. Alright. The tip's the only bit that's important, though, right? He is allowed to recover automatically half from each combat, though. Half? Yes. Is that officially in these rules? Yes, under the ammunition special ability for weapons. Very good. Thank you. I also have have Boyer's tools. Yeah, Boyer Fletcher. That's what you are. You can make bows and arrows. Nice. I only have tool proficiency. You don't actually have the tool? No. Okay, very clever. It's cause, that's because Nick's character's a folk hero. But we'll get to that in a moment. So, you've spent the last few days following the high road south from Neverwinter. Oh, Ruby. <laughs> Hearing the sound of the south road dogs yipping at us as we pass by. That's right, those horrible dogs. She's been upset this evening, you know that. She does seem to be upset this evening. Look, how do I get the players on a different... I just drag this thing, don't I? I've got it. Oof. Welcome to a new Ooh. map. Ooh. 
map. Ooh. Thunder Tree. This is the Overland map from Neverwinter, which is there kind of in the middle on the west coast. You're following... You are following the high road, which is that red, thick line that kind of follows the coast down. Can I sing the song? <laughs> I've been wanting to do it! A, the song, what's yeah. the song? You take the high road, I'll take the low road. Sadly, there is no low road, unless you want to go through that forest there. It's underwater. Which you probably don't. Hello? So there. we take the high road. <laughs> you take the high road. That's many hexes. South from Neverwinter, yeah, each hex is, I believe, five miles. Oh, that's not that far at all, really. It says on there somewhere. Uh, yeah, one hex is five miles. So, you take the high road south from Neverwinter, and you've just recently veered east along the Tribal Trail, which is here. I don't see you. It's the dotted line here. And the red bowl. Follow oh. the high road down. You might need to do the shift and thing if you want to relocate. The oh, map. I'm sorry. I thought you'd actually. It, it all depends what people's zoom level is. Yeah, that's what I figured. I zoomed out a little ways so you could see the map, but I guess if you zoomed in, did that work for people? Yeah. Um, yeah. Did it pull you to it? I, I haven't been pulled. I was it shift, there, so. it's, it's either click. It's, it's shift, control, or alt. I can't remember which one it is off the top. It might be alt. I don't have an alt, I have a Mac. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is as good as mine, then. The command will figure it out. Anyway, just follow the road down and you'll see it. Yeah. You're bearing onto the Tribor Trail, which is the dotted line heading to the east. You've encountered no trouble so far, but this territory can be dangerous. Bandits and outlaws have been known to lurk along the trail. So, before we carry on, Shall we have character descriptions while you're riding? Also, who's driving the wagon? Um, I do have proficiency with land vehicles. I could do it. Wow. Fancy. I believe Nick also has proficiency in land vehicles, so you could probably both do it. Take your turns. There was, a, there was a bit of a cutout, so I did not hear what we were doing. We're traveling on the road. We need someone driving but- a wagon. We're going to do. Ca- said about the wagons. Who's driving? I was suggesting that Nick has land vehicle driving as well as Lockhart. But isn't he a criminal? I mean, I sorry, park hero. That I have of putting together the conversation I can hear of Hal through the computer with the faded conversation I can hear from his room. So when the cutouts happen, it's we're not all hearing Hal as much. So okay, I'll tell you, I'll tell what, you if you need to What we said was. You've just started going up the Tribor Trail, okay. and there are rumours of bandits in this area. Root. We're not bandits there, right? <laughs> well, you could be. You're the yeah. rogues. <laughs> and we're, we're team doomed. We, we have a secret handshake and everything already. <laughs> we were about to do character descriptions, and I asked who was driving the wagon. Okay. I think oh. Lockhart's character is. I was going to say, I, I was wondering if perhaps we want to introduce the characters in party before actually deciding stuff like that, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. We haven't okay, actually met the party. <laughs> who would like to go first? I will go first. Go for it. I want a description, and I also want you to tell us some things about your character as the system is new. <laughs> okay, this is assuming that I have actually, A, created my character, and B, read it. <laughs> um, but I am Marigold Mudpetal. 
I am a stout halfling. Definitely not a criminal. Definitely not a criminal. Um, and I'm acquire things. very earth mother hippie stoner type. You were stoner? With like, no, well, no, it's a good description. With like flowers in my hair and things like that. I have uh, green hair. Oh, a hippie. Yeah. I have green hair, which I managed to dye using a crushed up potion of many types of different plants and things. Um, nice. Let's see. Apparently, I think chains are meant to be broken. Um, uh, what, equip- what, what a visible equipment do you have? I have a short sword and a dagger. You actually uh, have two short swords and two daggers. Okay. I'm wearing leather armor. Um, I carry a crowbar. Uh, it's prob- that's probably in or on your pack. Yeah. Well, it's- crowbars can't really be hidden very well, can they? Well, yeah, I guess you're a halfling. Probably not. You've probably noticed that I'm fairly nimble on my feet, mm. but that I'm possibly not that strong. Yes, uh, that's good. You're also very. You're also kind of kind of hawk-eyed. Hawk-eyed. I believe you're the most perceptive character in the party. Looking at my passive perceptions, you are by far the most perceptive character in the party. With a plus six. To perception. Yeah. My acrobatics, my perception, my sleight of hand and stealth are all fairly good. Oh, apparently I'm not as good as my fellow rogue on Team Doomed. (laughs) Team Doomed. Who's currently doing a victory dance. Oh. Baz. I'm not particularly good at getting on with people but I am fairly wise and intelligent. Very good. Okay. My favourite trinket is my little dragon scale thing that I collected from when I killed that there dragon a few years ago. You killed that dragon. (laughs) And I'm two foot nine inches and a whopping 37 pounds. And I rock, basically. (laughs) Two foot nine. Yep. Marigold. The halflings have shrunk in this edition. I like that. I think oh, it's just, I think, sheet's interesting. It, it's just it's mirrored for me because you normally have the skills on. Yes. At the side, so that's why it's taking me a few seconds to figure out things. But we're good. Who's next? Thing is next. All right. <laughs> I am Thor Runeheim. Oh boy. A dwarven hill dwarf, Frederick of Morden. And I'll save people since I can't do any accents, and this will be a non-Scottish dwarf. <laughs> Non-Scottish dwarf. He's uh, very hardy looking, uh, at a stout four foot two. Four foot two? Wow, he's a giant. And 642 pounds. Well, according to the random uh, charts, I'm only 127 pounds. So, uh, Whoa, not too really? stout, but I am... Uh, really? Yeah, for a skinny girl, scrawny little thing. So I'm patting out my armor so it doesn't uh, bring shame to my uh, family. (laughs) Patting out his armor. Let's see. Uh, I am dressed in chainmail with a shield, a uh, warhammer, a light crossbow. Overkill. Don't need that many things. There's no kill like overkill. And uh, do we want to go through, like, traits and stuff, or...? Do you have a visible god as you're a cleric? 
You're a cleric. That's awesome. I said a cleric of Moradin. Okay. Oh, you're Moradin, yeah. Sorry, I missed the Moradin part. Because obviously he's so boring. Oh, exactly. <laughs> he's a dwarf. He must be a follower of Moradin. He can put you to slip with a hammer. That's right. Um, we can get to spells later if you want. We can deal with that later. As long as you All know right. which ones you have memorized right now. Excuse me. Yes. Granted right now. Are they not memorized? <clears throat> no, uh, uh, they're granted by Moradin. Because he's a cleric. Yes, I've got that uh, all worked out. So, Thing, who's next? Uh, Green Girl. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. Okay. Uh, oh, you did it. You set off the hound. The hound of the Barkervilles? I apologize. Apparently. Across the plains, the sound of hounds howling can be heard. Okay, character description. Alright, um, Halave Thornvast is a soft-spoken, raven-haired elf with alabaster skin, blue eyes with flecks of gold. Uh... She is dressed in common clothing. Nothing too extraordinary about her appearance, aside from her facial features, I guess. Those elves, what with their decorative tattoos and whatnot. You have a decorative <laughs> tattoo. Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot. I I just drew her like an hour ago. <laughs> At least it, felt, it feels like an hour ago. <laughs> um, my... Facial tattoos resemble uh, a full moon on my forehead. Some uh, dots around my eyes. My lips are decorated as well with the midnight blue. Nice. Do you have any visible equipment? My visible equipment, I have a quarterstaff, a uh, orb uh, probably tied to my hip. Or, or, or around your neck or something, maybe. Or, or probably around my neck. Um, What's the orb? The arcane focus. Oh, okay, I got it's, you. They, it's, well, they, they put these things in there, but they don't really describe them. In the... No, I guess that you have an arcane focus. Yeah. So I'm it's... guessing maybe a, a fist size orb. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I have a backpack, which has all sorts of... Knickknacks, paddywhacks. Jervis, where's your spellbook? Um, um, is it small or large or attached to your hip or in your bag? I probably hold it a lot for um, comfort reasons, so it's probably medium-sized. Very good. Is it leather? Is it just paper? Is it tree bark? Is it scrolls? <laughs> uh, I'd say leather back. You know, be, okay, so be it's a just a, it's, a, it's a normal book. Uh, yes, I mm-hmm. this this book is from my um, days of a sage, so it's it's pretty worn out, but it's it's lasted through the years though. Cool. All right, who's next? Thank you. I think so far we've been choosing who goes next, so you choose. Well, uh, I'll count. Well, might might as well be your turn next, darling. Okay. Darling, I like that. You like sat next to each other. That's so funny. We totally are. 
But none of you can see what we're doing. <laughs> well, I have to look at the webcam for that. Uh. Well, it'd be up to things imagination, I guess. Yeah, I can't. If you're naked oh, role-playing, oh. there's going to be slapping. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> You can't tell, Hal. You really I'm can't. I'm slapping. I need proof. Of, of being naked? No. Thing. <laughs> if the pantsless gamers can do it, why can't I? I'm, I'm nosy. I, I require uh, visual proof. Pantsless we'll... gamers don't exist anymore. It's true, it's true. Only their legacy remains. Uh, so, Roderick Hellbeater uh, does not give off an immediately intimidating presence while well, with only being five foot three. <laughs> Nevertheless, five foot, three. five foot three, I use the random height generator as well. <laughs> hey, luck out, you sure you could play a short person? Not having any experience at all. I, I have someone here of the exact height right beside me to remind me if my character ever seems like they're acting too tall. <laughs> he is 152 pounds, but his figure seems filled out somewhat by the scale mail he wears. His uh, clothes are cut to actually somewhat elven standards, greens and some flowing embroidery on them. He is a human himself, however. He has a ruddy complexion with uh, gray eyes and brown hair that's cut short in an almost military um, fashion. Uh, <clears throat> he carries with him a shield. There also is a battle axe and flail that hang in holsters on his belt. Uh, he carries a backpack, but more impressively, he carries this giant quiver filled with about ten javelons on his back as well. He has a javelin quiver. I foot three and he carries javelins. Um, are we going through the personality traits and ideals and stuff? No, we can do that as you roleplay the character. Okay, but you won't I guess, know. I guess I'll you won't know, know what them. they are, Hal, to reward us for roleplay. Yeah, we can do it for the characters in a second when everybody's done their description. Okay. Um. Otherwise, and, I, and to be to be honest, do you really think I'm going to remember? Oh, Hal, you're supposed <laughs> to reward us for these. You're the I'll GM reward you for good roleplay. Um, okay. But anyways, hey, hey, hey. not right, done yet. So... Not done yet. <laughs> He's not yeah. done yet. He also has a very noticeable broken nose and stays quite close to his elf com- traveling companion. Cool. Now, now go ahead, Nick. All right. Uh, Guybrush Threepwood, the wood elf folk hero. You may have heard of him from numerous <laughs> songs which have been written about him. <laughs> by Bob by other people. Or whatever the D&D version of Bob Dylan is, he wrote songs about him. That would be Myra Gold Mud Pestle. Nice to meet you. Alright! <laughs> yes! I'm a folk hero singer. Sweet. Oh dear. <laughs> he stands five foot one, which is, for this party, not that short. <laughs> Thought everyone was going to be taller than me. It's pretty awesome. Weighing 128. Which you know, not not a bad weight if you're five one. No, and it's it's all muscle, you know. It's not like that's not like a skinny, just like nothing. That's that's like a muscular. He's sinewy. I'm wiry. <laughs> um, wearing a uh, leather armor. I've got a rapier, a short bow, <laughs> and two daggers. 
bit like the overkill party. <laughs> 52 weapons. He's a rapier Each. rogue. He's a rapier rogue. Actually, he's more an archer, I think. But he's the rapier of the two. And I also have an awesome mouse that I am training to be less afraid of things. We're working <laughs> together. I saved him right from now? a giant monster that I defeated, and now he hangs out with me. Right now, it's only afraid of everything. But once you make it less afraid of one thing, there'll be one thing it's not afraid of. Shall, shall we explain that he rolled a petrified mouse as his trinket? And rather than it being made of stone or just dried out, it is now a mouse that's afraid of everything. <laughs> How has it not had a heart attack yet? <laughs> um, we give him lots of pills. He has is it me or is Nick, Nick and Lindsay clipping really badly? They're not clipping, but they are. Uh, Lindsay can come through fairly quiet. I wasn't speaking. We could hear you talking, you little devil. But I'm not hearing any clipping yet. <laughs> okay, maybe it's just me. Okay, so, do you want to do your who I am traits, your needs and wants and what have you? Sure, I'll do mine. Okay, just read them out as we go down. So, the, these are your personality traits, your ideals, your bonds, and your flaws. I think they're quite interesting. They're different from regular. Oh, and also how it keys into your alignment, because that might be nice to know as well. Oh, they key into our alignment? My oh. alignment is chaotic good. <laughs> For a while. Uh, my personality traits. I don't pay attention to the risk in a situation. Never tell me the odds. Uh, my ideals... Chains are meant to be broken, as are those who would inf- as are those who would forge them. Um, bonds. Someone I loved died because of a mistake I made. That will never happen again until next time, probably. <laughs> it's totally good. Um, my flaw is: if there's a plan, I'll forget it. If I don't forget it, I'll ignore it. Wow, I sound like an asshole. <laughs> That's amazing. Thanks, That's, you made me an asshole. An I think asshole. It's what, actually what you sound like to me is a risk taker. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think I think it was my sister that died when I was killing the dragon. Because actually it wasn't really a dragon. It was my sister. <laughs> and you somehow managed to get a big scale off of her. Well, but, She was uh, yeah. almost a dragon. When, when yes. you take the kind of pharmaceuticals that I've been taking, oh, your sister can quite easily morph into Puff the Magic Dragon very, you know... Puff the Magic Dragon. It's it's seamless. That is fair. One time my brother came home on, like, mushrooms and LSD and thought I was a snake. And, like, threw a stoop at me. Is this in real life or your character? No, that's, that's in real life. That's a real life story. I feel so sorry for you, man. <laughs> he does look a bit like a snake. Okay, thing. Ah, let's see. Uh, get back to that section. Uh, my, I am lawful good, as all good dwarves are. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yes, live in fear. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, let's see. My, um... Personality traits, I see omens in every action, and I quote <laughs> sacred texts and proverbs. Oh my god, he's lawful good and annoying. Yes. <laughs> my ideals are tradition, the ancient traditions of worship and sacrifice must be preserved and upheld. 
Sacrifice. You might want to just kick him out the wagon now. Yeah, he, he and I are going to have great. Fun that would here. not be the proper way to do things. We must first sacrifice a chicken, and then we're allowed to kick him out. <laughs> if the entrails tell you the right thing, if the elf. Yes. What else you got? Uh, I have a bond of I will someday get revenge on the corrupt temple hierarchy that branded me a heretic. <laughs> so are you a heretic? According to them, You're on I follow revenge. the true ancient traditions that must be upheld. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're like a Tea Party Moradinian. <laughs> I have the flaw that I judge others harshly and myself even more severely. Which is one of my failings, I'm, I know, but if I was a better example of the rest, maybe you would uh, not be judged so harshly. Oh my god. And I, uh, besides my regular holy symbol, I carry a trinket of an iron holy symbol devoted to an unknown god. That's five feet round, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, who was next? Heather. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Personality traits. Personality traits. I spend so many years studying within protective walls. I tend to be awkward in out in the outside world, and I've never been ill a day in my life. Huh. I believe that a mind can be just as swift, powerful, and deadly as any fighter. Mm. My bond. I will prove to my superiors that I can instead of can't. That broke up for me. I didn't hear that last bit. Oh, say your bond again. My bond. I will prove to my superiors that I can instead of can't. Mm. Good job. My flaws. I tend to be meek and quiet about my views, so my mind is not often expressed. The trinket of which I carry is a tiny chest carved to seem to have numerous feet under it. It's it's the luggage. It's the luggage. It's it's the luggage. It's like the monopoly. It's the monopoly token of the luggage. Yes. We're getting clipping. Linz, is either you or Nick searching the net on a phone or anything? Uh, possibly. Stop! Stop it! Clipping. It's clipping the audio really badly. It's... I had literally just picked it up and I was looking for a set of the rules on the wizard's website so that I could refer back to them. I have just a book of them I have a book of them here you can have. Just don't do it on Wi Fi. Yeah. yeah, you've got to plug your phone in and just don't do it on Wi Fi. Okay. Uh audio's still coming through smooth on here. Yeah, it's our end because we're you know, when we search and we're doing this stuff it clips. Sorry, Boo. You say that to me again and you're going to get... You can have that little book there, the status set rules. So, Roderick's personality traits? Yes. If someone is in trouble, I'm always ready to lend help. Also, I judge people by their actions, not their words. His ideal? The strong have a duty to protect the weak. Oh my god. (laughs) Bonds? My father was a drunk and beat his wife and children. I will take revenge on any bully I find. (laughs) Flaws? I don't trust nobility, magistrates, or town councils. They care for themselves and not the folk that they're supposed to serve. Nice. 
And the trinket is an empty glass file that smells of perfume when opened. The only item of memory he has of his mother. Oh. Nick, your turn. Yes. Um, I am confident in my awesomeness. It says abilities, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that should be awesomeness instead. Well, only if you're confident in them, which you are. Which she is. And my awesomeness and my confidence in my awesomeness instills confidence in others. So you're welcome that y'all are all now more confident because of how awesome I am. <laughs> you're welcome. You're good enough. You're smart enough. Um, my ideals are... Uh, I, 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 I like freedom. And apparently I wrote down that tyrants be dicks, yo. <laughs> I think I thought I knew what that would mean at a later date. And I don't remember what it would speak with. So so what you said is you made a note and now you have no idea what it means. Yes. I'm so glad. What it actually says is tyrants must not be allowed to oppress the people. So tyrants be dicks, yo. (laughs) Apparently, yes. And uh, as any good folk hero who is worthy of a Bob Dylan or, say, Bruce Springsteen song, like myself. <laughs> I worked the land, and I love the land, and I will fight to protect it. <laughs> and what's your flaw? Okay, see, I don't really have a flaw. Um, it, Like, some people might say I'm just, like, blind to my shortcomings because I'm convinced of my destiny, but that's, like... You know, you're not arrogant if it's true, right? Like, I'm awesome. It's not It's not my fault that other people see that as, like, me being blind to shortcomings. I just happen to be awesome. Like, all around. Sure. Yes. So what we're saying is we're not, we're not, you're not team doomed. You're party dysfunctional. No, it's, it's just, it's just the two of us that are keeping. Okay. We're making our own little... And anything else anyone wants to add? Anyone want to leave the party? <laughs> <laughs> I'll start walking on my own, yeah. <laughs> I will shoot you in the back. <laughs> he probably will. Because he's so awesome. Okay, so, um, do you want to tell me how you know your dwarven patron Gudrun Roxia? Or shall we just say he hired you in a bar a few months ago? I'm his dealer. <laughs> I supply him with mushrooms of the magic variety. He sought me out after hearing awesome songs about my awesomeness. Duh. From from Marigold Mudpetal. Eat poet. Oh dear. Okay, so, who's walking where? Riding where? Piggybacking on me. There's room for two people to ride on the front of the wagon, and the, the wagon is pulled by two oxen. Do we have a walking speed or anything like that? Yeah, you do, but you know, you're you're like twenty five feet, I believe. Well, being that I think I'm the shortest person, I do believe that possibly I should be riding. I'm because also twenty five feet. My, my my little little legs won't be able to keep up with y'all. Unfortunately, for the two of you, you can't ride the, drive the wagon with any skill. Unlike oh. unlike, I believe the awesome folk hero. And and our human fighter friend. He's awesome. Like, really awesome. I am. Like, he's so awesome, I don't know. You could probably sit on the back of the wagon. Alright, I'll do that. (laughs) 
<laughs> or somebody else. Right. So, so what we're saying, so we're saying that um, Roderick and um, Guywood are... Um, rush! <laughs> well, surely you only need one person actually driving the oxen. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's a... Uh, this if, this if, trail is it through the woods or is it like out in the open? No, it's, no, so it's, it's actually the plains. Trail. Yeah, you're crossing the plains. Okay, so it's through the plains. Yeah, but there there are some trees and cops of trees as you pass along, but most of it is reasonably open land. Okay, to grandmother's house we go. Um, I think if Roderick is driving, he'll want his um wife Hella to sit beside him. Are you married? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I totally didn't get that. Okay. Well, uh, we we kind of forgot to mention it earlier. Possibly. There we go. Oddly enough, none of the bonds and character personality traits actually have that in. Humans and elves. Uh... Half elf factory. It's pretty terrible. Never did that in the old days. Okay, so we have have the living couple at the front driving the wagon and making cooing noises. What are the rest Ooh. of you doing? Coo. There we go. I guess I will walk behind the wagon. <laughs> Very good. I would probably uh, walk, you know, beside the wagon, kind of go up ahead, back and forth to to look so, up ahead. Are you scouting? Yes. Good enough. Linz, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to alternate between riding in the back mm-hmm. and um, composing ditties and probably wandering around as well. Ditties about? Ditties about... Guybrush. Guybrush? Right. You're writing a book called The Monkey Island Chronicles, aren't you? (laughs) Writing a song. Right. So, anyone who's bothered to look, because it's very obvious, the wagon is packed full of an assortment of mining supplies and food. Uh, This includes two dozen sacks of flour, several casks of salted pork, two kegs of strong ale, shovels, picks, crowbars... Five lanterns with a small barrel of oil, and that's about all. Have we been told what we're guarding against other than bandits? No, you're just taking the stuff to Thandalin. Okay. It takes us it takes this many people. To take it safely. Yeah, I mean it's a couple of days and there's bandits and bad guys on the road. It's also by itself bound. Exactly. Plus he can hire you for ten gold each. I mean that's not bad. True. So, you have, been on, you have been on the Tribor Trail for about half a day. As you come around a bend, you spot two dead horses sprawled about 50 feet ahead of you, blocking the path. Oh no. Oh no. Do they, wait, do they look like the. the. Oh crap. <laughs> do they look like crap? I think they look like horses. Well, Yes, but they look a lot like crap because they're dead horses. Well, Two horses we... and our uh, patron and a human let off in front of us at some point. Hmm. Well, it's how, a bad sign. How dead do they look? They look. They're lying on the ground. They look quite, quite dead. Well, are, are we talking maggots or? Well, you're fifty feet away. It's kind of hard to tell. Basically, can we still see the skin around them, or is it obvious skeleton? They're not. Stuff? They're not skeletal horses. Okay. So let's do this. Well, bring the wagon to a stop. Oh, 
What's this? We changed maps again. <gasps> oh! Now, now I have a marching order. I never, I never bothered to put a wagon on because I didn't know who'd be in it. So I guess I could find a wagon and put it on. Hold on. Wow! Find one pretty quickly. I'm doing it. I'm looking. Here we go. Here's a wagon. Right there. There he is. Such a small so, wagon. There he is. Here's your wagon. Something's been eating those horses. So who's on the wagon? Scale. You are on the wagon. Let, let me send the wagon to the back. Hold on. Happy the, couple. The happy couple are on the wagon, and there they are on the wagon. I'm not going. I'm not going to get the oxen. And we have Lindsay's probably lurking here, and you're probably walking there. And did you see you were generally up front? Uh, yeah. So we'll do it kind of like. How does that look for a marching order? I think that's sufficient. Yeah. I'm good enough. Hmm? Oakley Cookley. Two dead horses. That you gotta searching dead horse actually does come back with stuff, which is quite good. <laughs> so um you it's it's about fifty feet ahead of you, that's not fifty feet, it's probably more like thirty to forty, but it's close enough. Um each has several black feathered arrows sticking out of it. The woods press close to the trail here. And there are steep embankments and dense thickets on either side. So it's like a bit like a ravine. Kind of. It's just like an embankment covered in uh, shrubberies and trees. It's a like, narrow point in the road. Like an ambush point. Exactly uh-huh. like an ambush point. Yeah, can I go ahead and move into the woods now? <laughs> Moving um, into the woods. Yeah. I'm going to say that uh, Roderick is going to pull the wagon to a stop, uh, tie the reins to whatever area there is up there, and uh, just kind of get off and pull his shield on for now. Okay. And I'm going to draw my short sword. Very good. You have two short swords. Okay, I'm going to draw them both. I would like to, uh, yeah, move like kind of behind that log in the wooded area, and... Uh, okay. Show me. Draw- I want to be? I kind of like right there-ish. And then, uh, I I believe I can hide easily and like, I have some type of weird hidey thingy. I forget what it was uh, called. Oh, you have a thing called, I think it's like Mask of the Wild that lets yeah. you hide even if you're in light, like heavy rain. You can hide yourself using the magic of the elves or some yeah. shit. And I will be drawing my short bow and uh, notching an arrow. Are you actually hiding there? Yeah, I'm, I'm like crouching down and, and kind of okay, hiding. You can make me a stealth check mm-hmm. at that point then? Yes, you chose the exact hiding spot of the opponents. So. Okay, so is it just a dice roll? Yeah, just a dice roll. It's 1d20 plus your stealth skill. Uh, 1d20 plus your stealth. Plus 6. Okay. He rolls a 12. That's pretty good. Sneak off into the bushes and hide. <clears throat> Make me a perception check, Nicholas. The perception check is yep. going to be... They also have slash R and then a space and then 1, 2, 20. You have two keyboards going on. No, I'm doing it for him right now. As okay. Perception is 3. And he rolls 23. Wow, that's good enough. He sees ahead of him 
in the woods, just as it sees him. Let's see if I can remember how to do this. This little dude. Mm-hmm. Hey. Is it a lizard? Can you bring up a big picture? Uh, yeah, I can bring up a picture. Hold on a second. Uh, how about this? How about what? <laughs> Damn it. Did it work? You have to uh, make me. it so the handout is accessible to all players, Hal, before you show it. That's what I need to do. Try that. Ooh. Oh. Goblins! He has oh. some neat ass ears going on. Yes, there are goblins. They're oh, make good souvenirs. He is a wee little goblin. Are the things on his arms braces? Is that what they are? Yes. Or gauntlets? Oh, just uh, this occasion. Uh, no, no. So, he has drawn a scimitar. He is wearing leather armor and has a shield. He is looking in your direction. So at this point, I think we're going to have to start combat, aren't we? Yeah. Good call. Let's start the combat. So, I guess we bring up the tracker, and we will have the initiatives. Is it the same as before? It's a dex, it's a, yes, it's a dexterity check, essentially. Ah, uh, space, 1d, 20, and then we're adding our... Dex bonus. Is that right? Yeah. Well, we have yeah. initiative. Our initiative is minus plus four, it says. Yeah. Uh, unless there's a class feature or something someone else has, it should be a d20 plus your dex bonus. Yeah. Mine is four, so I'm rolling mine. Hang on, let me copy this. Alright, mine, 19. And then uh, Nick is 13. So, Nick is a 13. My goblin's a 20. Lindsay is a 19. Yep. Very good. Everybody else? Roderick is a 16. Belay is a 12. Roderick just jump off the thing. Hmm? Roderick is a 16. I I told you my first action was he was stepping off the cart. Oh, very good. 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 12. Thing. Fourteen. Fourteen. We need to get you guys with the the smart things that add to the tracker, people. That's the first session. You didn't even have. No, no. You didn't even invite us until a couple hours ago. Yeah, grumpy Lockhart. Okay, so uh, the wood area is considered to be difficult terrain for anyone who decides to go into the woods, which means it takes double movement to move through it. Is that the same for um, Guybrush, though? Yes. Okay. He has, no, he has no special abilities within the woods. Wait, he's better at hiding in it. But he's not necessarily better at walking Maybe. through it. Okay. Correct. So, my goblin is first to go. It's just the one that we see, that he sees. Can we Correct. all see him, or can just Guybrush just see him? Te- technically, right now, only Nick's character can see him. Okay. So at this point, we're technically considering this a surprise round, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... I feel the second I saw a goblin, I, I probably yelled, oh, there's a goblin here. You probably did. But the point is, you see him as he sees you, 
and you kind of aren't surprised by each other, but the rest of the party haven't had time to react, so they kind of hang out for a turn while you and the goblin go at it. Because we're not... not work. So, it steps forward. He's so close to you. You've basically gone and chosen a hiding place that's right in front of him. Man, I'm fucking awesome. (laughs) He is going to attack at you with his little scimitar. A 23 will likely hit your armor class. Armor class is 15, yeah. So then, the damages. Hey, these goblins are... Oh, crap. Seven damage. Holy shit. TPK, TPK. (laughs) One goblin jumps out from behind a log. So you're going to show him at a negative his hit points. Uh, yeah. So you sit on here. You sit on the character. You sit in there. And then you minus seven. So you have three. You can do it on the sheet as well. Mm. Okay. Done. Wow. That was harsh. 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 Although, to be fair, I think my average damage on my short sword is probably seven hit points. I was furiously thinking and typing. There's another one. How can we see the second one as well? Yes. Well, he's going to start to move, so you're going to see him. Okay. Is there one on this side as well, here? Yeah. Okay. Because I can see the one up Three of them so far, yeah. I wasn't sure about this one. It looked kind of like there's a squiggle. I dare say there's four of them. Yeah, you can see him at last. I was having some issues with that little dude. This one. There are. There are four. Yes, that's four. This one here. And this one here. Appear to have short bows. All right. This one steps out onto the road. This one steps to kind of behind that rock. So he's kind of peering around it. Oh, I'm staring for him. All right, what's the range on a short bow? 80 feet. Oh, short bow. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Good enough. This one takes a shot at Helia with his little short bow. How is it pronounced? Helia? Helia? Helia. 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 And you're what? Roderick Hellbeater. 18. Will that hit our mage? Oh, boy. Yeah, that hit. Twang! Our armor class is probably three. TPK. TPK. Five damage to the mage from the arrow. Sails through the air from the shoddy goblin bow and embeds itself squarely in your shoulder. So, that has to be down to four hit points. This one, the other one is going to take a shot at Roderick, I think, because he's the closest, I suppose. Thirteen. That will miss. Way, now, miss. keeping in mind, are you rolling that their advantage for attacking a surprise round? Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, well, maybe I'll do that next time. Well, they won't have a surprise round next time, but okay. Now, I will remember that. Oh, hang on, let me just roll him again and see if he hits you. Eleven, he missed you. Yes. You're good. This other one has a sword, and he moves ten... 15, 20, 
25 to there, and he's going to attack Roderick with his sword. Was that accounting for the difficult movement through the... Uh... Yes, that's where he counted 10 for his first square. All right. So, they're actually pretty quick. They move 30 feet, which isn't bad for short creatures. Uh, slashing scimitar does... They're actually not bad for goblins. 15. Uh, that'll, uh, your second roll? Oh, yes. 22. That'll hit. <laughs> Three damage. It strikes against your shield and just slips around and cuts your arm. Okay, that's my goblins gone. Mud Petal is surprised. I cast Feeble Mine. Oh, yeah, be nice. So basically, you get no action, right? Why? Uh, they will. We will not act in the surprise round. Only Guywood yeah. will. Yeah. Okay. Surprised. Surprised. Guywood, it's you. Um, I'm sorry. What's what was that name again? Guywood. Hal. <laughs> oh, I thought I changed your name. He would if he could. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I changed your name, but apparently I didn't. I changed it in the the character sheet part. <laughs> I also need to change a token name. Yeah, I need to change the name on his token. Hold on. I have changed his token name. Oh no, there it is. Uh, now oh. you'll have to remake that as a default token. Otherwise, old tokens you drag off of it will also have that name. <laughs> that's why Demir has had a typo in his name for the longest time. Oh well, that's all good. <clears throat> so, so I'm going to. Uh... Stab at him with my raper. Rapier. <laughs> I know what with... I said. Go for it. Stab at him with your raper. Rape okay. jokes aren't funny, folks. No, they're not funny jokes. 1d20 plus his attack bonus of 6. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Because it's a finesse weapon. So this is his to hit. It's 13. What is their armor class? <clears throat> that will not hit the goblin. So their armor class is higher than that. It clangs off of his sh- little shield. Um, is he able to move as well? Yes, he can move. But if he moves... You move further than five feet. If he moves, the goblin has a chance to attack him. Yes. So if you, step, you can step back. The, no, five foot steps no, no longer exist. It is, uh, it is an action. Okay. To disengage. Yeah, we should probably have said that. If you wanted to disengage, you have to take an action to do that. And basically what that means is you spend your time kind of blocking him as you back away. Okay, so instead of doing the to hit just them, he would have... He could, he could have disengaged and returned instead. to the party. Yeah. So it means that we can do less things in our turns now then? You can move up to your movement and attack, for example. Or okay. you can attack and then move... But if you attack and then move, something has a chance to hit you. It's like an attack of opportunity still. But if you want to move away from something now, you have to choose to disengage from it. Okay. So what would you like to do? Do you want to just stay there? I'll just stay there. Okay. You might want to move because you've only got three hit points back left. He's going to get an attack of opportunity. Yeah, he's going to... Hal, reading it... Yes. You You make an opportunity attack when a hostile creature that you can see moves out of your reach. He can still move around it, and that will not provoke. However, leaving its threatening range will still provoke. Yeah, so basically if you move backwards towards the party, you'll provoke it, but you can kind of run around it all you like. 
And Maybe he wants to do that then. <laughs> well, we, we. I mean, it's because he's only got three hit points. So if he stays there, he's going to get hit on his next turn. So what we could have him do is instead of attacking, he could disengage. Okay. Are you willing to let him decide to do I'm that? I'm willing to do that. We're learning. We can do that. You can either have your hit stand as it did, or you could have disengaged. I, Which would you have done? Disengage? Yeah, I think so too. I think yeah. he disengaged. He's so he takes, he takes his action to block the goblin, and he moves up to his movement away. Okay, That's so definitely you, not like the heroes of old. So you can, yeah. move, you can move probably way back here, so... Where would you like to be? Remember, if he moves down, that's difficult terrain. He's going to have to move on to the road to get his full movement. So, like, one across... So he goes this way. One, two... Go diagonally downwards. Okay, so here, then. Start with one. Yeah, that's fine. That's five. That's stepping out of the terrain. Then two to here, and he's on the road. Yep. So then you can go, like... You can probably snuggle up next to the cleric right there if you wanted to. So we'd be there. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's good for me. Okay. So you're moving back to the wagon. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else like the five foot step not existing and the having to do the disengage thing that we could benefit from knowing? Okay. So combat then. I haven't. (laughs) I wasn't aware of that either. Um, that's the main one. To be perfectly honest, uh, that's pretty much the only thing that provokes an opportunity attack, unless something says otherwise. Okay. But the general way combat works is that you can move. And use an action on your turn. Okay. You can move before, during, or, well, in between or after your action. Okay, I've got the, I've, I found the rules. So, you, actions in combat, it says you can attack, dash, yeah. disengage, dodge, help, hide, ready, search, and use an object. Correct. So, so you, the, one, the ones that are a dash lets you basically double move. When you adds, like charging, no, you don't get to hit at the end. Okay. Essentially, you you move and then you use your action to move again. Is essentially what it does. Okay, I'll read it. When when you take the dash action, you gain extra movement for your current turn. The increase equals your speed after applying any modifiers. With a speed of thirty feet, for example, you would move up to sixty feet on your turn if you dash. Yeah. Increase or decrease to your speed changes this additional movement by the same amount. Your speed of 30 is reduced to 15. You can move up to 30 this turn if you dash. Right. So disengage is what he's just done. Dodge is another one to be aware of. If you take the dodge action so you don't attack, you're focusing entirely on dodging. Until your next turn, any attacks made against you is at disadvantage, which means you I roll 2d20 and keep the lowest. Okay. If you can see the attacker and you make dexterity saving throws with advantage. Okay, you lose this benefit if you're incapacitated or your speed right. drops to zero. Help lets, help lets you aid someone else in doing stuff. So if you're, And also it lets you like distract enemies so other people can hit them easier. It's what basically flanking became. Okay. Um, and then hide. You make a dexterity check uh, in an attempt to hide. Following the yep. rules on hiding. If you succeed, you gain certain benefits. Right. Well, the other option for Nick would have been to step into the undergrowth a little further and then hide on his next action. But the goblin knows where he is. I think having whooped him and taken off seven of his ten... Yeah. Probably... Dashing back to the cleric is probably never a bad yeah. idea. Is the cleric still the person you would go to for healing? Yes. Yes, he still yes. does the healing. Okay. Uh, okay. So we, we good? Yep. Thank All you. All right. 
You're welcome. All right. You're surprised? Crap! Goblins! All right. The goblins. Um, the little goblin, see his little feet, goes ten. See the little goblin. See his little feet. Twenty. Twenty-five. He's following Guybrush in. He is gonna try and hit him. Oh. Sorry, Guybrush. You motherfucker. <laughs> no goblins, probably. Th- Sixteen. His, yeah, it'll hit his armor class. Unless he gets any benefit from having dashed. Or disengaged. Nope. Nope. Okay, it hits him. No! Three damage! Yeah, he's currently on zero. So... What does what does zero do nowadays? He is unconscious. Mm-hmm. On his turn, he will make stabilization checks. So does he fall? He he's is thrown. Yeah, he's fallen to the ground. So we'll have a. I guess we need to put a, a thing upon him. Uh, prone. What do we use for prone, people? Currently prone. A big mm. red X? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that'd be for dying. He, well, he is prone and dying. He is technically dying. Yes, you're right. He's unconscious. Uh, let's see. Trying to find a nice thing for unconscious. Let's use. I don't know. Unconscious. There isn't one really for unconscious, is there? No. Like I said, I'm not hugely happy with the variety. Sometimes. Uh, maybe a little swirly thing. How, how about how about just a red dot for unconscious? Okay. Okay. And then, and then the red X can be yeah. Well, the unconscious would be he's lying on the ground. That's your sleep condition. The other goblin is going to have a swing at Roderick. All right. Eleven. Miss. Oh. This one begins to move down a little. And he's going to take a pop at... Let's see. He's going to take a pop... He's going to take a pop at the cleric. Who we can now, Who we can now see behind the unconscious guy. Um, he's going to be... Four... Shopper, unrecognized command. Super! Um, I'm using uh, shield with my uh, axe in one hand. Okay, 16. Nope. Hey, ting off your shield. Yeah. This one breaks cover and begins stepping forward. Um, he's going to try and shoot Roderick again. So he's firing into combat with his buddy. What's the negative for that, Lockhart? Is it just disadvantage? I don't think there is a negative. You're shooting into combat. No, I don't think so. Where else would you shoot? You know what I mean. Into, like, where his buddy's standing. I'm checking just to be sure. He's a goblin. I doubt he cares. He doesn't care, but I want to know whether he gets any negatives for doing it, because he needs Uh, to. No. um, Unless he's providing cover to me, which I don't think he would be, no. No, he's not, because the shot's directly past him. So he's going to take a shot at you. Unrecognized command. Uh, try that. Fourteen. Nope. Ding! Bounces off your armor. Okay, now you guys get a shot. Mud petal. Hallelujah. Okay. Hallelujah. Let's see. Oh, there is one conveniently almost in front of me. You're going to step around Roderick? She yeah. can step through my space. Oh, yeah, you can. You can step through his through his I space. I've legs, probably. I'm tiny. Yeah, you're a halfling. You can actually do that. You can also walk through enemies' spaces as long as they're larger than you. Okay. Two sizes larger. Is it two sizes? Yes. Okay. Can I be space there? 
Yes, you, you read the rules, right, Hal? I did read the rules, but I'm not holding all of the halfling business in my head. He's read them, but he's had other issues at work and stuff that have required more of his time. Okay, I'm going to hit him with my short swords, of which I have do. You can move through the space of any creature that is of a size larger than yours. Is that specifically halflings? Yes. Oh. One size larger. Oh. I did read the rules. Thank you. You can make two attacks because you, because you have light weapons drawn. Cool. Okay. So you so. make your first attack with a light weapon, and then as you made an attack with a light weapon, you get a bonus attack to make with another light weapon. My attack bonus, my short sword, is plus six, so I'm rolling d20 plus six. Correct. Okay, attack one. Eighteen. Hits the goblin. Damage, please. Can I do the other attack first? Sure. Uh, just, just, push up. just push up. That's what I was doing. Ten. Misses. Okay. So then I want to... See the little goblin. Do my damage, which is 1d4. Four. That yep. sounds like a dagger. D six. Yes, that's better. I was just reading. D six plus four for damage. Take ten points of damage. Oh, Mr. Goblin collapses to the ground. We're gonna say he's dead because technically he's bleeding to death. But no, no. Most enemies, uh, unless they're special, just vanish. Yeah, yeah, they're just dead. He's he gone. A dot, then. He doesn't need a dot unless he's a special enemy. He doesn't need a dot. Just, just leave his loot behind. Please. Oh no, that's vanished too. Cleave. Cleaving into Roderick. Roderick, it's you. So, Roderick is going to draw his battle axe, step forward and pass uh, Marigold. 5, 10, 15, 20. Oh, I like my name like that. It is very nice. <laughs> He's going to stand there and say to stay close to his friends, his shield ray to um, help protect any of them. And uh, attack the goblin. Go for it. So... That's right. I had this open for this. I'm waiting for the spellcasters to have their turn. I want to see how this works. (laughs) So, battle axe. A seven. That's going to miss. Yep. It's fine. All right. Throw! Is he good for? <laughs> Say it again. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Throw. I think the best pat, path to uh, saving the people will be to get rid of the goblins first, since Nick's probably got a round or two to live. <laughs> Can you? Yeah. What is? Is it the same as before? Where you standing to... up no longer yeah. provokes an action. By the way. Yeah. 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 That's that's kind of nice. But so, um, every round he makes a roll. And basically, if he rolls, is it 10 or higher, yes. he's yeah. fine. If he rolls less than 10, he's not fine. If you look on your character sheet, well, there's some little dots that say yeah. success and failure for death saves. Okay. If you get three failures, you die. If you get three successes, you stabilize. Okay, what about, is there a thing of like getting to minus 10 or anything like that? No, That's, you're, no, you're, you're just, just at zero. You're just yeah. at zero hit points. One hit point of healing will bring him back up yeah. to consciousness. Yeah. If you and, take negative hit points up to your total, though, you can instantly die. Yeah, so basically if the goblin hits him again, he might die. Okay, so a, what is it? Roll a d20. A and side note? Him, Sorry. Go ahead. 
A side note is that a natural one is a result of two failures. Right. So it is entirely possible within two turns of being unconscious for someone to die. Oh, wow. Okay, so when you're doing your death save, you're rolling a d20. What are you adding to it? Nothing. 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 And you just have to get above 10. 10 or above. You have to get above 10 three times to stabilize. It's, ten it's ten Natural or, 20s likewise are two successes. Yeah, it's 10 or above. Okay, so you can roll a 10, and then like 10, 11, 12. Correct. Okay, I was just writing it down on my sheet for me. Okay, so you don't have as long as you used to have then. No, not if you're unlucky. It's a lot harsher than it was before. Well, not really. You have two to three rounds to, to heal. But I mean, anybody with can make a medicine skill, or even just a, make a medicine check and stabilize you. We have medicine. You have a medicine skill, yeah, and everybody can do it. And I think it's only a DC 10 check to stabilize. Zero intimidation. Yes. <laughs> so anyone can do a medicine check, and with okay. a DC 10, they stabilize someone who's dying, which okay. stops have... them having to make checks. Okay, so with a D20 plus my medicine of 2, I just have to get above 10 with Correct. that. 10 okay. or above, so yeah, that's what you'd have to do. Okay. In any event, it's still Thor's turn. Okay, so yes. that. I wanted to do that so that things, actions, can now reflect the fact that uh, Guybrush might actually be quite close to being dead. Yes, yeah. it is true. Rather than being so far away as normal. Because normally you could have up to like ten rounds, couldn't you? You could have a lot of time, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, hey. throw. What are you doing? Uh, I will hit the goblin. Cool. So after all that, you're still not going to help him. You're a shitty party member. <laughs> I like that. Dude, you're a shitty party member. Well, he's going to be... If, if if he just stands up and gets hit again, I, there's a limited amount of times I can heal him in a combat. Yeah. You probably need to talk about that at some point. <laughs> oh, that, um, was, that was the wrong... Dude! Macro. What is going Thing. on? That's my to-hit macro. What? No, that that's is not. in no way yeah. to hit macro. No, wait, I copied the wrong macro. Never mind. Not you plus sixteen damage. How do you do that? That that no, is this so... is, that's wrong. That one's still tied to my strength. Never mind. I'll just roll this by hand. <laughs> yes, please roll it by hand. <laughs> wow, dude! You rolled real well. You had plus sixteen strength. Oh, uh, right. 19 to hit. That will hit the goblin. Are you really a plus 8? Uh, plus... Oh, wait, sorry. Jeez. Plus 6 plus 2? How's that possible? No, I just typed the wrong thing again. Thing? <laughs> Is it just plus <laughs> 6? I'm, I'm pl- plus, uh, plus 3 plus 2, so I'm plus 5 overall, so that'd be a 16. That sounds a bit saner. <laughs> that, that hits the goblin. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what did you roll for stats, thing? Thing in math, not so hot. <laughs> and well, apparently your stats cap at 20 now, too, don't they? Yes. Like, yeah. Scandalize. Through, through natural raises, at least, yeah. Hmm. At least in basic. I think so that's going to be it. I think magic will take you past them. Well, oh, no. No, no. Le damage. What are you hitting him yes. with? Uh, war, Warhammer. Very good. Warhammer is this. Four or five damages. He is sore, but he is not dead. No, that's not minus. Oh, stupid boy. That's better. Okay. 
Guybrush, make me a D20 roll. Hang on. D20. It's a straight D20. Plus we need some examples of the... Uh... Ten. That's good. So you, bu- you bubble out a success. So he succeeded that time. Hooray! You're not dead yet. Yay! He's not stable yet. Wizard, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, let's... Do something great. Time to test the magic system, seeing as our cleric decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. I think I'll try a firebolt. Yep, sounds good to me. And I'll... Who are you aiming at? Hold it longer. Oh, don't drag it. There we go. That one. The one directly in front of you. Awesome. Okay. Firebolt. Since I have a 120 foot range, I'm hoping to hit it. It's within range. Boat of fire at a creature... Or object within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. Let's see. Uh... Spell attack, Slockhart? Did you find that? It's just an attack roll. Just a straight attack roll? Yeah. Or is it use uh, casting no, no, stat? No, no, dear, you have to hit first. Oh, first? Ah, uh-huh. good damage, though. Keep that if you want. Oh, no, that's um, just a 20. It's a d20. And we have your attack modifier right there. I thought it was a D10. That's when you hit. Oh, 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 okay. You have to hit right. first. There, her. Okay. Still learning. That's all good. Still good. It's still good. I can't believe this is a cantrip. It's very cool. Yeah, the cantrips are... Battle cantrips are good. Woo! <laughs> a 20 will hit the goblin. Damage, please. Okay. Um... Can... Are... Letting her type it out on her own, somewhat. On D10, fiery damage. Oh, that's a oh. one. I suppose I don't have a grace period, do I? Uh-uh. The goblin kind of sidesteps slightly and it just grazes him as it flies by. Well, if in my defense, I was injured by a goblin arrow, so... You still have a movement if you'd like to get off that cart and away from the goblins. Just saying. Yeah, I, I you think You might want to be... kind of step back. You could step behind the cart, technically, if you wanted to get a bit of cover. Shouldn't she be able to step behind me? That's the other option. She could step behind whomever. Oh, yeah, because Nick's down. Stand behind me, dear. Stand behind me, dear. But then that puts her next to that goblin. It's fine. I'll protect her. <laughs> Protect! All of my last characters should His constitution is a bit... Stay closer! Stay closer! I stumbled. I'm sorry. That's how his last wife died. (laughs) So his last wife... Dude! Okay, so we're here. It was not cool! (laughs) Okay, you can all control each other's characters, by the way. I swear, if I die in this round... Goblin in combat is going to continue attacking no one. He's going to attack the cleric in an attempt to put down the healy man. I'm going to use a reaction for him at disadvantage. You're doing what now what? My fighting style is protector. When a creature I can see attacks a target other than myself that is within five feet of me, I can use my reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. So you're reacting to him attacking? 
Yes. Nice. What does that mean? Is that your, your a reaction, reaction is an interrupt you're to do action. Once around, right? Yes, once around. So you're reacting to him, so I'll roll twice. Is there a way to roll and keep the lowest in this system? There is. We you 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 use it yourself for your initiative. No, I keep the highest. Well, I'm sure there's just a a small change to make it the lowest. That's what I figured, but I don't know what it is. I'm going to roll twice. Eighteen twenty-three. I tried. Will eighteen hit you? Me? Yes. Uh, yes, that matches my AC. Wow, you've got good starting AC. Um, the goblin swings. Roderick attempts to get in the way. The goblin kind of snakes around him and just strikes at the cleric with his little scimitar. Not too bad damage for goblins. Eight damage. A solid strike. Clanging your helm. Um... Okay, I have two one two with archers. Uh, one steps forward. Uh, one's going to shoot at Roderick. The other is shooting at Marigold. So the one on Roderick is going to get a ten. Miss flies by. Roderick bounces his shield off. The one on Marigold, nineteen. Is that to hit? Yes. Um, just. Yeah. <laughs> Just six damage. Ow. An arrow embeds itself in your thigh. Okay. The goblin giggles and jumps up and down. Is she like Ace Ventura right now when he gets hit by the spear? And he's just like, ah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's. Very yeah. close. Tis oh. you. There's a wet patch. <laughs> Marigold. Yes, I'm sorry, we were cleaning up something. Not oh, A wet patch, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> where his drink was was a wet patch on the table. It's nice that Nick gets so excited about role-playing. Oh, that, was, that, was, that was me. Um, so the one in front of me died. Yes, because so you killed it. I want, to come, I want to now begin hitting this one. Okay, that puts you pretty close to two goblins and quite far from the party. Just saying you can do it all you like. Could be here, though. Yeah, you can move into there, that's fine. Okay. Move to there, and then I can still take an action to hit. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to move to here. Okay. And I'm going to stab this little mofo in the brain. (laughs) Do it, Lindsay! I am. I am. All right, you ready, everybody? Think think good thoughts. I'm thinking them. 22! Woo! That is a a hit. And I believe as you attack with a light weapon, you also get another action with the other light weapon. A bonus action. Mm-hmm. Bonus. Two, two strikes. She guts him with his, yeah two with damages. No, no, no. She doesn't get her modifier bonus on the second hit. So I get a d6 plus four on the first hit and just d6 on the second. Correct. Mm. I like. I'm liking this system. It's pretty easy actually. So seven damage on the first one. Good enough. He's dead. Uh, no, 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 no. He's not. Okay. Still going. He's still good. He starts to fall. Two. You chop his nose off. Yes! He's gone. Marigold, the killing machine, continues her run. <laughs> Roderick Hellbeater, beat the hell out of something. Uh, Roderick is uh, going to try to slash his battle axe once more at the evasive goblin. Sounds like a grand plan. This is a, this is a tricksy goblin. It is. Yes. Very tricksy. Oh, dude. 
Isn't that what you rolled last time? Quite possibly. The light beams don't like me. That is a seven. Dude, apparently the light beams do not like you. All right, you missed on a seven. Throw! I will take a step back over Threepwood's body. Okay. You're staying within its kind of fighty area? Yeah, I'm still within its fighting area. Mm -hmm. Throw! All right. This one's getting way too lucky. I'll just try and hit again. Good call, Thraw. I, I hex it with misfortune. Sounds good. Oh, shit. Going for character, class, right? <laughs> I like my old character. I don't like being level one. <laughs> level one, kind of crappy. Also, my unconscious body is still awesome and giving him lots of confidence. <laughs> uh, just a 13 to hit. It's That's a it's, miss. It's certainly giving um, me, me, me something weak to stand over and protect. <laughs> you're going to need your traders, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. I do. I, if I if I remember correctly, if you knock something unconscious, you can choose to instead of killing it, basically knock it out instead. Yes. If you yeah. reduce something to your hit points, yes. Yeah, you don't have to kill it if you don't want to. Threatwood, your roll. As the cleric once again did not heal you. Yep. Make the roll. It's just a train even, right? Straight D twenty. As he dies quietly on the road. Hey, we're right. getting a good we're getting a good testing of the system here. Yeah. Yay! That's two! Yeah! Soon he'll stop dying. I have faith in the lad. I've heard you. What are you doing? Oh man. Um There are two goblins remaining. I'm gonna try magic missile. It's a good call. Hey. Which one are you magic missling? Well, she gets three bolts. Oh, yeah. Which ones are you magic missling, if you wish? Whatever targets are left. There are two two goblins. There's one that you hit with the firebolt. Well. This guy. And there's the one that's kind of fighting these dudes here. That's looking kind of worse for wear, but does seem kind of lucky. Um. I think I'll focus on the one farthest away. You could split it. You could do two on one and one on the other. I guess that's very true. Well, okay, so I'll go two on this one. Uh-huh, the one that's first to wear. One on that little dude. Who's fighting everybody else. Okay, do it. Okay. Moment of I, believe, I believe the technical, the, the, the standard is to say magic missile coming online and then make a whoosh noise. <laughs> and then when you roll your damage, you've got to say Daka Daka Daka. Daka Daka Daka? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a reference. You later. <laughs> okay. So each bolt will do 1d4 plus 1 points of damage. Okay. So for the furthest one away that you're doing two bolts on, it'll be 2d4. No, plus you don't need to roll d20. That should be good. So are you rolling for the close one first or the far one? I think I'll go uh, the close one first. Okay. So. so just a single missile. On the single missile. We have faith in you. And we Yay! Have... Come on, yeah. wizard. Our life is in your hands. <laughs> nice! Yes. Oh, nice. Alright, one dart shoots around Thra and strikes the goblin squarely in the side. He collapses <laughs> to the ground with kind of a little sigh. 
One, and two more bolts two swoosh around Roderick, heading That's towards the other goblin. That's amazing. Three bolts is awesome. That's nice, right? Two. And Are they all the same hits, or do they each one roll? Each one does one d four plus one. Okay, so you have to roll for each, or you don't. You don't just take the. Yeah, you have oh. to roll for each. Yeah, roll each one. And that's five points to the other one as well. Oh, very nice. He is upset. <sighs> very, very upset. How your initiative goblin died, so this make sure you remember after Haleia's gone. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's on 20. I deleted my initiative goblin. <laughs> That's funny how I had an initiative goblin. Um, okay. Out of curiosity, which one shot me? It goes next. I think you killed it by now. Okay. I believe this one shot you, actually, the one that's still standing. I thought it was the one behind the rock, which Marigold oh, yeah, it might, yeah, it might have been the one behind the rock. Where's the rock? Where's his famous eyebrow? <laughs> he's off laying the smackdown. He's, make, he's making something for you to smell. He's, he's, he's laboring as Hercules. Okay. Um, this one is kind of upset at this point. Uh, is he going to run or is he not? Hmm. Let's give him a roll to see how, how, how angry he is. I think when we all get a hang on this on combat in this, I think it's actually going to be pretty quick and pretty easy to do. It seems yeah. less complicated. Keep in mind, it is still level one. It would be less complicated pretty much any system we played in. Well, yeah, it's it's things like not having so many um, like condition modifiers, like for attacks of opportunity and moving and things like that. It seems to be streamlined a little. He yeah, dashes streamlined a little. He dashes off up the road. He dashes away. He's Mow it down, away. Marigold. Hmm. Mow it down, Marigold. Can I? Oh, Can you? I don't know. What do you have a range, range combat, or do you just want to run up to it? Uh, it's just a dagger. I have a dagger and, a sh- and two short swords. Can I run after him? Where is he gone? I can't see him. He's off the top of the map. Okay, right. I need to zoom out of it. He's almost off the top. Okay, I see him. Oh, I can't do anything. <laughs> well, I'll throw vile insults after him. I'm just looking up the range on a dagger, but I don't think it's very far. Might be 30 feet. It's twenty sixty. Actually, that's not bad. I could throw my dagger at him. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally doing that. If it's the sixty range, it's a disadvantage. One, two, three, four, five, six. Um, let's see where she can get. Oh, who's oh. measurements? How? What? What's yeah. with your map? Uh, it seems to not be set to five. Apparently. <laughs> let's just count the squares. But there's ruler tools to make it easier. Apparently. Apparently the size isn't correct. So she's going to have to move before she throws. So okay. let's see if she goes... Well, no, I mean, again, she's. I'm pretty sure she's within 60 feet if she wanted to throw a disadvantage. I don't want to throw a disadvantage. I want to throw and be awesome. Uh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you not left me for dead. You're not going to get within 20 of him? Okay. You could move towards him and throw a disadvantage and try and strike him. Okay, I'll do that. Where can I move to? Uh, one, two, three. I would put you about there. Okay. It's about 25 feet. 
and my normal to hit with a dagger is plus six, so am I minusing something? No, you're just rolling twice and taking the lower dice roll. Yeah, you roll twice and take the lowest. Okay. 25. Oof, nice. 25! <laughs> you strike him squarely in the back of the neck with your thrown dagger. Damage oh, that's still loves Lindsay. Oh, 1d4 plus 4. He kind of squiggles. 4 plus 4. Okay, so let's hope for 8. <laughs> <laughs> he he falls, falls dead to the ground. Awesome. I am on fire, bitches. <laughs> nice shot, Marigold. I hope y'all know that <laughs> she is keeping a tally against me. Yeah, Nick, we have separate charts for kills. <laughs> you have kill charts. Yep. And I have been fucked this. Yeah, but the, Nick, this, it, this is for the overalling, uh, overarching story. It's not just for one session. So you might do well next time. I'm fine, don't worry. I feel like I'm going to have to beat her by going out in real life and, like, murdering some people. Just so I can <laughs> now, now, this isn't Dark Dungeons. Don't Dark go and give the game a bad name already. <laughs> Dark Dungeons, that's funny. No! Blackleaf! <laughs> we can't help you. You're dead now, because your character that's, died. That's right. But but Lindsay gets to, to level to the real power, because she's so awesome. Exactly. Okay, we have, an, we have a, an unconscious party member. I will cast Cure Wounds. About time, dwarf. Is that, is that level one, or is that... That's um, level one. Okay. Because I figure I might as well get him all the way up. What do you roll for that? Get him up. Ah. I should have taken that, though. I could get him up. <laughs> uh, nine points. Good enough. You get nine points back, Nick. Nice. Okay. Let's it's almost to my max. So that's him there. So we plus nine. Awesome. And let us remove his little red dot. He is back up and standing. Four dead goblins lie one quite far. Was was the other one killed by magic missiles? Yes. Oh, wow. The girls in the party are showing the boys how it's done. I like it. (laughs) God, there's another girl I could be, like, rude about men to. Yay! Rude about male characters, not men. Oh, of, of course. Rude about male characters. You missed the excitement, Threepwood. I don't actually think that uh, I've even played in that many games where there's been two female players. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't think I missed the excitement. I think I got fucking blindsided by a goblin, <laughs> and you dicks left me there for dead. Yeah, well, we <laughs> what are you talking about? We perked you right back up. Exactly. <laughs> Right back up. Each each round. You were safe. safely out of the way, and then we. Uh, well, do you see you. any further wounds on you? How many? How many? Admittedly, the dwarves are a bit slow in stepping forward. How many seconds in a round? Is it still the same? Oh, no. uh, still six nice. seconds. Okay. All right. I stepped forward in front of the goblin as fast as I could. I'm still bleeding. I think. You were you were down at zero for like twenty four seconds. It's too long. Too long. Like a, is there a cantrip heal um, thing or not? There's a stop, uh, stop dying, basically. Okay, it's like a stabilize. Yeah, now that, that's what I was wondering. It's like spare the dying is. Um, that's necromancy, isn't it? Yeah. So I can touch somebody at zero hit points and they become stable. Necromancy. 
Uh, Nick and I realize we both have beeps can't for language. So we have our own little thing of talking and organizing things in like a sign language semaphore type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or do. She told me that you dicks like kept attacking instead of helping me. So yeah, yeah, I know. You dicks kept attacking. That's the way to help you. Well, I'm not sure exactly what you expected me to do other than standing over your body to protect it, which I did do. It was that dodgy-ass dwarf that didn't do anything. I did something. I tried to kill the guy that was trying to kill him. Anyway, how about we take a bit of a short rest here and uh, see if uh, there's any more of these goblins around here and check these horses out. Okay. Yeah. It's a really strange thing. that They just, like, kill horses to make a, a, an ambush, and they, but they didn't even use the horses. It does seem strange. you think they'd eat them or something. Yeah. Hey, does anyone want those goblin eyes? Because I'm going to feed them to Gary the Mouse. Gary the Mouse. <laughs> Gary the Mouse. <laughs> I like he can eat his condition. He can eat. He's just kind of nervous and scared. He gets acid reflux. I love that he gets acid reflux. <laughs> he's scared. Gary the, Gary the Mouse. I like that Gary the Mouse. That's funny. Um, it's like when I could root the snake. Root the snake. So, um, are you investigating the area or are you resting first? I would um, like. Um, go ahead. I would I like to. Look <laughs> yep. You first, Lindsay. Sorry, I said I will take a look round so that um, Mister Guybrush here can just have a little uh, breather. Okay, walking back down the road from where you were, you notice very clearly that these horses are the ones that belonged to Gudrun Roxia and oh. Sildar Hallwinter. Oh, no. You figure they've been dead for about a day. And it's clear that the arrows killed the horses. The saddlebags have been looted, and nearby there lies an empty leather map case. The, both Gundren Roxika and Sildar Halfwinter, whatever his name was? Whole Winter, and it's Roxika. Roxika, oh sorry. Sorry, I've written so it down. So there's just dead horses there? There's not uh, the. No, there's just, de- there's just dead horses. Roger's going to take a look around, especially further up the path, and see if you can see any footprints uh, belonging to a dwarf or a human or something. Okay, uh, throw, throw me a sub- wisdom survival check, please. What did you say about the map case? There's an empty map case lying okay. on the side of the path. That's a 17 for Roderick's survival. You, the path, like we said, this was a bend, so the path curves back across, and on the north side of the road... So just beyond you, it curves back off to the um, the east. Mm-hmm. On the north side of the path, uh, there is a small trail hidden behind some thickets that heads northwest. Um, you recognize that about a dozen goblins have come and gone along this trail recently, as well as signs of two human-sized bodies being hauled away. Oh, dear. Looks like our employer has been captured, but might still be alive. I think there might be a goblin village up this path. See a lot of their tracks. Okay. Well, we're going to have to go and rescue him, or else we're not going to get paid. Yeah, do, does yep. he pay us, or like, do we just get paid regardless? You get paid for taking that cart to Fanderin and uh, dropping it off at a place. He's organized that already. But who but... was going to give us the money? He's probably going to have no, to No, the guy at the trading post is supposed to give you the money... So you'll get paid your 10 gold, 
It's just that the dude that hired you has been ambushed and stolen. Oh, we're totally going to have to go and rescue him. Well, I, think we, I think we at least owe it to him to walk down to the village and see if we can find any evidence if he's held prisoner or something. Can't get any from him. So, if you um, wanted to, you could easily steal the wagon off to the side of the road and kind of cover it up with some brush and just leave the oxen hanging out for a little while. Okay. There's enough grass and stuff here that it would be happy just hanging out. Okay. For at least for a day or so. Is um is this like the only general path of goblin tracks I found, mostly coming from that trail? Right, and around the area in general. You get the impression that they've used this ambush point quite extensively. Right. There's just kind of tr- flattened down areas inside the bushes to either side. But no Perhaps real fear of them coming from another direction. You don't see any other direction that you've, they've come and gone from. Seems that they come and go this way. And there's like there's almost like a special piece of thicket that they have to pass through to get to the path. Can you indicate where you saw the path? Because I was writing notes and didn't see it's, it. it's, it's, it's the beyond, map. It's beyond this map. Okay. It's, it, it seems to be where that goblin was running to. Okay. And there's tracks coming backwards and forwards of, you said, like a dozen goblins. Plus yeah. two humanoid shaped dragons. That, that were being dragged along, yeah. Can I go ahead and take the flights and arrowheads out of the horses? You can. And, uh... Do just, I, um, sorry. Do I need a number for that, or? Uh, just say you've got some bits and bobs for fletching. Right. Just do, you to, wanna, do you want to loot the goblin's corpses? I was going to say that. Them? Just yes. gathering up the goblin corpses, seeing if there's anything of value on there, and then tossing their bodies in a pile off the side of the road in some brush. Searching the goblin corpses, each one is wearing a suit of leather armor, goblin made, and small. I just rolled, um... Guy's perception for checking it all out is 18. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Goblins. Four sets of leather armor. Small. Goblin made. Wooden wooden shields. Small. Goblin made. They each have scimitars. Again, shoddily made. Small. And, well, they're they're not small, are they? There's no size anymore. Short bows. Also goblin made. Each one has a quiver of eight arrows, and they shot probably about four or five. Let's say five. So out of 20 arrows, no. Out of... 32 arrows, you said. There's eight each. Yeah, you get 27 arrows. The rest were shot at you. But Hal, Mm. I was going to ask, are we following um, selling treasure as ridden? How do you mean? Well, weapons and armor used by monsters are rarely good enough condition to sell. Right, because it's well, it's it's crappy. They're crappy, aren't they? Well, it it says so in the rules. Yes, uh, yes, seems fair. Their stuff is crappy. On them overall, they have a total of ding 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 twenty six copper pieces Ooh. and nine silver pieces. Ooh. Does anybody else use a shortbow? Uh, well, I don't have one, but I can use one. Uh, does anybody else need the arrows, basically? Not. No? Okay. You've I'll pass. Them. Are you taking... Do you have a short bow? Nope. I do. Are you, take, uh, are you taking a short bow? Uh, I might take one, actually. Would be a good idea, right? Uh, before I forget bow. to mention this, mm. 
Mm-hmm. I would like to take an opportunity to medicate myself. <laughs> medicate. Yeah, it's part of a short rest. Yes. Oh, we're going to do resting. Yes. Rest, right. And since I was shot. So, um... We're doing resting? You, yes, I did suggest okay. a short rest. So, now you've finished taking things. Lynn, you are taking a short bow, right? Taking one, and probably, um... I would also suggest... 27 arrows? Um, I'm going to give 20 to Nick, but um, if Heather's character is proficient in short bows, she probably wants one as well. She can probably take one of these ones, if she doesn't have one. What do you think, dear? Do you want a goblin short bow? I, I could give it a shot. Yeah, you uh, could take them. We let Guybrush and keep them out there, shoot or something at some point. I'm just going to lay down right right over here. <laughs> just okay. going to sleep over here. So everybody <laughs> starts to rest, and you eat, and you talk, and you do bandages, and you do first aid and what have you. So the short rest in this game is an hour or more, as opposed to a long rest, which is your full eight hours of hanging out, unless you're an elf and you kind of float in the air and meditate. Right. So as part of a short rest, you can take your hit dice, which for most of you is a D8, and you can roll it and get back that many hit points. Plus your constitution modifier. Plus your con mod, if you have one. How how short of a rest are they taking? It's an hour. An hour. It's, it's about an hour. Okay, they're just doing one hour? Yeah. Roderick uh, is not resting. He's kind of pull, taking the bodies out, tossing them aside, mm-hmm. and... Okay. Keeping watch generally. Everybody else resting? Yeah. The reason I ask so that everyone knows. Um, sure. I can do a. I do a uh, full rest in four hours versus. Yes, eight. that's what Hal mentioned with the floating in the air meditate thing. Because you're trancing. Yeah. Cool. So you're not that injured. So anyone who wants to can kind of just hang out and chill out, and eat and chat and deal with their wounds, and you can roll your. Hit dice. And what happens is when you long rest, I believe you get back half of your level in hit dice every time you long rest. Uh, you just completely recover your hit points. You compl- no, when you, but the hit dice you get for short resting, you get back half of them. No, I think I you get back all of them. I don't think you do. I know so, you get back all no, the hit think, points. I think you do. Maybe you do. So, but first anyway, you're spending them. Long resting than short resting? What's the first? So first level we get less spec long resting than short resting. Oh, sorry, that is true. Half short rest. Hal. Hal does not seem to be able to hear us. Hal. Okay, I think he says he thinks he's about to drop, so he might. He's, drop he's dropped already. I think. Oh, yeah. I'm back. Hello. 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 Okay. okay. Oh, no, I lost. Thing started the sentence, and that's where I lost him. Okay, before anybody else speaks, Hal, yes. can you explain to us what the rules say for short versus long resting? Because everybody's chiming in, and I have it here. I have it pulled and, up here. Oh, okay. Me too. So, a short rest is a one-hour rest where you may basically tend to your wounds and kind of get your shit together. And during that rest, you can roll your hit dice. Mm-hmm. So for most of you, it's a 1d8. For Lockhart, it's a 1d10. Okay. And that will add back to the hit points that you currently have lost. So essentially, you're healing yourself. The character can spend one or more hit dice during a short rest up to the character's maximum number of hit dice, which is equal to the character's level. 
For each hit die spent in this way, the player rolls the die and adds the character's constitution modifier to it. The character regains hit points equal to the total. The player can decide to spend an additional hit dice after each roll. A character regains some spent hit dice upon finishing a long rest, as explained below. So we're just rolling a hit dice, and then we get that back in hit points. Yes. Correct. Yes. Plus okay. your con mod. Okay. Um, do, do you want me to read out long rest, or can we get to, we can get to that later? Yes, you can. Okay, so my hit dice are D8, so I'm going to roll. I get 8 back. Plus, Plus your, your con mod. Plus my con mod, which is 3, 8, 9, so I get 10 back. I only needed 7. So there you go, you're back to normal. And uh, Guybrush rolls also a D8, I believe. He doesn't have to. Okay. No, he's, he's fully healed. He's, he's one hit point down. Right. Yeah. Just being do. healed him. And I take my amazing character back from 5 to 11. Your constitution modifier is stupid. Totally forgot about that, so it would have been better for me just to stabilize him and let him heal during a, the short rest. Yeah, but we didn't, we're still learning. Because we you're about. not stingy enough with your spells already, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Thing stingy with magic in any role-playing game whatsoever, I disbelieve it. So, who else needs resting? I'm guessing our wizard is resting? Uh, yes, and um, I also want to mention that I have arcane recovery. Okay. Just thought I'd mention that. Which lets you... She's going to get one spell back. Back, yeah. So she gains back her level one slot, basically, yeah. right? Right. Right. Cool. Now you can roll your hit dice. Right, my hit dice. I think resting's a lot nicer. You're not just stopping. You're actually doing things, which is kind of good. Rest is an hour. What's long rest? Yeah. Like eight hours. Eight hours, yeah. That's two. Well, again, that's not much different than fourth edition in that regard. No, but I mean, it seems kind of more formalized. People are doing things, which is kind of nice. Well, you can short rest, and it actually has... It's... Because we... the other game, we're like, oh crap, we like used two spells and um, we better rest. <laughs> Whereas this, if, if you're getting things back spell-wise as well, if you're a master, that seems to be cool. The wizard is fully healed. Thra, are you using your hit dice? Yes. Okay. So on your character sheets, there should be a place where you could track the hit dice you've spent. Um... The Yulins, it's next to the left of the death saves box. Yeah. Uh, it says total 1d8 hit dice. So, so just make a mark underneath that you've spent one of them. Just tally it up. Okay. That's till our, for this 24-hour period, right? How many do you get? You get one at level one. Oh, okay, okay. And then uh, at level two, you'll have 2d8 to spend. Because I have picked up a short bow, what would my attack bonus would it be? Well, I'm going to guess it's going to be plus six, because that's basically your dex thing, and you're proficient with it. Okay. That'll heal me the rest of the way. Yay! Twelve! That was a good roll. You have plus four, Con. Look at you! Okay. He's hardy. Indeed. So, what are you doing? And then it's 80. I love all the whispering that goes on, just out of hit earshot. <laughs> Uh, well, no, we're just... Well, we're speaking we in Thieves' Cant, and you can't no, understand it. Oh, I'm sorry. You're speaking in Thieves' Cant, so I can't understand you. Uh, we, I gave 20 of the arrows to Guybrush. I kept seven for myself. Um, and the seven that I have... Uh, Hele, can't say it. Hele, Hela. Hele. Hele. 
Um, sorry, it's my. I've got an aunt who's called Hella, and that's why I keep meaning. <laughs> oh, say. I see. She's Danish. Hella. Hella. Auntie Hella. <laughs> but Hella and I can practice some with the seven arrows that I have, so we can like improve ourselves because we're not the main uh, archers. So, so I gave, that's why I gave mixed characters twenty of them. So how many arrows do you have now, then? Forty. Oh, cool. I, I was actually going to ask. Gonna so, ask. So, so he uses he, a short. He's using a short bow. Oh, yeah. echo. Uh, he uh, so, how many arrows do we have for everyone? We're getting some serious echo. Just the temporary one that happens sometimes. Oh, there it goes. It's gone. <laughs> Nick and I didn't hear any echo that time. I think that's because it comes from yours. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you anymore. Aww. That's it. <laughs> I have a so, what we saying? How many <laughs> arrows do people have? Oh, yeah. I have one, considering the the, the one I plucked from my gut, probably. <laughs> I thought Lindsay gave you some arrows. Oh no, I've, I've got there was twenty seven, and I gave yes. Nick character twenty, and I kept seven. Um, but I don't know. I didn't know. Um, I can we can give Nick less. We can give him ten. Mm-hmm. And then um, there'll be. 17 left, what's half of 17? Um, and, uh, 8, right? Yes. 8.5, yes. 8.5. A, 8. a, a very I'll, short I'll, one left over. 7, <laughs> and um, Hele can have 8 arrows. Okay. So you can, can I can I gather some sticks and make some arrows? You can gather some sticks. Usually a crafting arrows. action takes 8 hours. Yeah, it's going to take time to do it, but you can, I will. I will assume as a GM that you're constantly gathering supplies to do that as you're an archer. Right, how long? Just for future reference, how long will it take me to make arrows? Eight hours. Eight hours. Sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm it, to... it'll take eight hours to make five gold pieces worth. I believe. Yeah, which is a lot of arrows. I mean, how many? How many is that? It's probably like. It's, it's probably a hundred arrows. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's probably about... I think either, it's either 50 or 100. I don't know if they're sold in bundles of 10 or 20. Hello? Uh. Hello? Hello? Sorry. Click. Be back. Seemed to have a Skype moment of silence there. Yeah. A moment of sky- a silence from Skype. <laughs> so you might also want to rate in your attacks area. Silence. Light uh, short bow. How bad are the goblin shortbows? You said that they were. They're just they're just they're, they're, plus four. They're really just a standard shortbow. Plus two because you're proficient. But, no, no, just just plus four total. But they smell one d six plus two damage. Yeah, they've Piercing got like damage. feathers and crap hanging off them, and they look like tribal crossbows. They're not well made. But they're not. Piercing. They're not so bad that they're poor quality. They're shortbows or crossbows. They're shortbows. That's what you said. That's what I said. And sorry, what's, what is the range on a short bow? A short bow's range is, is actually not that 80 bad. 80 slash 320. Yeah. Okay. It's big. Right. 80 slash 320. What does that mean? A ridiculous longbow. If it's within 80 feet of 80. you, it's just a normal shot. Okay. If it's between 80 and 320, you're at disadvantage. Okay. If it's beyond 320, you can't hit it. A number. Yeah, my light crossbow has the same range. I can't actually find the cost for ammunition. It doesn't seem to be in there. Yeah, I tried looking. Yeah. The, the closest I can get is the cost of a quiver. Which is kind of weird. It is. Sorry, it was 8320? Uh, yeah. 
So how how her proficiency is based on dexterity? The well, yes, the short, short bow is a dex weapon. Okay, so because he has plus six in his dex, that's why his attack bonus is plus six. He has his... plus four in his dex, and he's proficient with short bow, so he gets plus four from his dex and plus two from proficiency. Okay. The same for you. Okay. That's what we were just trying to figure out. We are just familiarizing ourselves and with... If you don't have it written specifically, I believe short bow comes under simple weapon. Okay. Which Arrows, is why. 20, one gold piece, one pound. Where'd you find that? Uh, ammunition under adventuring gear. Hmm, very good. Beat that thing, what was it? Uh, 20 arrows is one gold piece, weighs one pound. So, Nick, you can make 100 arrows in eight hours. Or 50 arrows in four hours? Yes. Okay. So, what are you guys doing? Resting. You have rested. What are you doing now? Um... Cautiously follow the goblin trail. Who's the best tracker? Uh, I, for one, considering the uh, hellacious experience just a few moments ago, I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself. A solid choice, I feel. Because I have no armor, (laughs) and I don't want to die. Mage Armor's pretty cool, though. It lasts eight hours now? I'm sorry? Yes, it It lasts eight eight hours. hours. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay, you're following the trail. Who's leading the way? I suppose I'll be near the front. Can I have a marching order for going down the trail, please? Someone's already positioned us in a marching order. I I just moved you away from the wagon so you were easy to grab as a group if I needed to change maps with you. I I don't have any objections with it, to be honest. Who has the survival? The highest survival? Uh, Survival, because that'll be trapping, right? So you're saying... I've well, dabbled yes. a little bit. Min- minus plus four. You might have dabbled more than me. Okay. I was assuming that that would be the person most able to follow the tracks accurately. Yes. I have it no is, formal training at the trail. How, how about that for an order? Looks good. So we have oh, Roderick, and, Roderick and Marigold at the front. Then we have the wizard Halea and Guybrush in the middle. And bringing up the rear, ready to be jumped by pygmies and goblins and gorillas, is is thrall. Hard him from the rear. That look reasonable, <laughs> or do you want to be single file? If the trail will allow. Hmm? The trail will allow you to walk two to abreast most of the way. Sometimes you might have to squeeze in. You know, it's wide and narrow in parts, but it's not like it's terrible. You can walk two abreast at points. Roderick will keep his shield on, but he'll keep his other hand free. Okay. Do you have your weapons drawn, Lens? I, yes, I have. Is it possible to do that kind of thing with two? Or should I could just hold one, or? You're just walking down a trail through the forest. You could have them drawn if you want. But then it's his free action to draw them anyway. That's what I was asking. Is there, like, so if we see something in the distance, like a, a group of goblins... You could draw it, be... yes. Okay. Technically, I think it's only one item for free. Yeah, you're right. You could draw one. So, so if you have one in your hand, you could draw the other for free. That's what I was thinking. I would have one in my hand, which would help with like going through the forest yeah. as well. But it would uh, leave me one hand for helping me... like Pocket stuff. Okay. Cool. Let's do it. 
you set off down the goblin trail. Most of the time it is two abreast. The goblins have been running up and down this quite often, and they don't often go single file, it seems. Sometimes you have to squeeze through between some trees or some particularly spiky bushes. About ten minutes after heading down the trail... Let's see, where are we? Yeah, here. Who have we got at the front? Yes. Um, Marigold grabs hold of Roderick's arm and points ahead. Um, she has seen that ahead of her there is a trap. Across the path there is a snare cord which has been covered over by some fallen leaves. Okay, so I'll make everybody stop then. Stop! Um, And I will motion for them to stay where they are Mm -hmm. and I will take Guybrush with me and we will have a look at this here trap and try and disable it. It's it's a snare. Basically, if you stand in it, it's going to whip you up into the trees. Okay, can I it's, disarm it's it? A, it's a Is relatively it simple to step thing over to disarm. Marigold? Oh, yeah, I know, but... You could just step over it. Oh, you could disable it just by snipping, just by cutting the cord. That's what I was saying, so that nobody else who doesn't spot it runs into it. I was being nice. Or if we have to make a hasty retreat for some reason. Yeah. That would be what I meant. So I will snip it. Okay, you disable it. the trap. Not going to bother rolling for a snare cord. You've seen it. It's easy to disable. Oh, I don't think okay. there is rolling for disable devices, is there? I don't think there is, actually. Nope. It's old school. Yeah, it's real old school. Basically, if you see it, you can figure your way around it. For a snare cord, you're just cutting the cord and you're fine. I have um, proficiencies in thieves tools. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it would be something like thieves' tools and possibly either stealth or sleight of hand. It's more likely you just take your dagger and snip the cord. Oh. I think if it was more complex, possibly, yeah. like some sort of hidden ra- razor trap rising up from the gaps in stonework or something. I, I, I just found my features and traits that I didn't even realize I was ignoring. I'm lucky. I can re-roll one. Yes. Reroll ones on attacks, ability, checks, and saves. I'm brain. Mm-hmm. It says, I think, advantage versus frightened. I'm nimble. Yeah. And I have stout resilience versus poison and resistant to poison damage. Uh, expertise, perception and thieves tools, and sneak attack. Sneak attack. What does sneak attack <laughs> key off of? How do you get it? If she and someone else threatens the same thing, she gets a sneak attack damage. As do I. So essentially, if they're attacking the same thing, they all just do 1d6 extra every time they so hit. So can they not get it from range anymore? I believe you can, yes. As long as some, as long as long it's threatened. Okay. So as long as someone's... Th- I, I read that when I did Nick's ranged class, and I read it to be as long as someone in the party is threatening it, it says, once per turn, you can deal an extra 1d6 damage to one creature you hit with an attack if you have advantage on the attack roll. The attack must must use a finesse or a ranged weapon. You don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy or target of the target is within five feet of it. That enemy isn't incapacitated and you don't have disadvantage on the attack roll. So I assume it means that if Nick's shooting into combat... 
it's something that's being fought by the party, he could take a d6 on the damage. Mm-hmm. What section is that information under? Is it going to be a It's in. It's in rogue. Oh, class right. area, yeah. In your rogue area, in your special doohickers. Okay, so you continue down the path. After another ten minutes, Marigold grabs hold of Roderick's arm. Got all this passive perception, um, and points ahead. Um, there is a cunningly disguised pit trap across the path. Cool. Um, how big is it, Marigold? Yes. What, how big do I think it is across the path? It is across the entire path. So, okay. look at where it's probably about ten foot wide and probably about ten foot ahead. It's a good-sized pit. Okay, well... You think you can easily skirt it, and in fact, looking to the sides of the trail... You see some areas that have, like, pieces of shrubbery that can be rolled out of the way, and there's a path that goes around it to the to one side. Okay. Well, well I will... I'll go ahead, and I'll clear a distinct path for everyone else to follow through. Okay. <laughs> you, bypass, the... you bypass the pit. Mm. Was oh. the pit triggered or anything, or was it just covered? It's just covered. Okay. It's like it's covered with like a, a mesh of uh, branches, yeah. which is then covered with leaves and undergrowthy things to make it look quite like it's well done. It looks quite yeah. like the path. It's like like a hunter's pit trap. Do yeah, we walk like, a pit trap? Following the same logic as the other one, then do we want to trigger this one so the pit is visible? Hope the um. Put the, the brush or drop a. So are you going to dis- you're going to disturb it so it's obvious? Yeah. Okay, you disturb it, so you can be a bricks under the branches and you know, drop them into the hole. You realize that while it's wide at the top, it slopes reasonably gently, so the goblins weren't particularly careful about digging a very, you know, steep-sided pit. It's almost like sloping sides. It's not particularly bad. Okay. How, how deep and nasty is it? It's not very deep at all. It's only, let me see, maybe eight feet so deep by goblin standards, but... Yeah, pretty deep. But I guess it slopes down to the bottom. It's not ten foot by ten foot anywhere. It's nowhere near that at the bottom. Okay. Is there anything spiky at the bottom? Nope, not a thing. No pudgy spikes. Oh. In fact, it's, it's, so, it's so not steep that you could actually get out of it without requiring a check of any kind. So it's not really a pit trap so much as it is a hole. It's a hole, yes. <laughs> with, with a, it's a hole with a lid. And as I said, just for reference, the perception, wisdom perception that you need for this, the uh, passive, is 15. What does that mean? Uh. It's passive perception. It's your ability just to spot stuff. Okay. And you're the best in the party at it. What would you do? You didn't roll anything. You just do it. Okay. Hmm? Passive. Passive perception is your perception as if you rolled a a 10. Oh, okay. Uh, So mine would be 16. Correct. Okay. So you spot the pit trap because it's a fifteen. Oh, that's game. You have you you have expert thieves expertise in perception, so it gives you an additional. It doubles your standard proficiency. Okay. Which is kind of cool. I'm just okay. trying to learn stuff because it's different, and I'm trying to keep notes as well so that Nick and I can refer to them. Wait, how did she get the? Uh... 
The same way you double your proficiency in acrobatics and athletics. Oh, okay. She has it in perception and thieves tools. So what am I... I'm, double, I'm doubling the six? You're doubling the two, your proficiency. Oh, okay. So you've you, you got four from your proficiency in perception and also in using thieves tools. Okay. So what... I don't... I'm kind of lost as to what... Lindsay, most bonuses are made from two things. Your stat modifier and your proficiency bonus. Okay. Your stat well, modifiers are, are from your stats as normal. Your proficiency bonus is based on your level. For the first four levels, it's plus two. And then for each four level step after that, it increases by one. Um, I think that we have cross like purposes. What I was asking was Hal told me that I had a passive which was 10 plus my perception of six, which was 16. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we were talking about other numbers and I don't know what he was referring to. With rogues, rogues, have a, rogues have a feature called expertise. Okay, that's what I was asking. So, and your expertise lets you choose either two skills with which you're proficient or one skill with which you're proficient and thieves tools, okay. which is what you have. You all have right. perception and thieves tools. And what it does is it doubles your proficiency when applying to those specific things. So the previous thing would still have been 16, or would I have been adding more? Is that, that's what I'm asking. No, it's built in already. It's 16. Okay. Okay? Yes, I think so. I think you continue along the path for about five miles in total. Excuse us for a second. What? If I go in for a quickie, I'm going to be very upset. I I think I heard a belt being undone. <laughs> hey, let's, something's going on. That, that, all I was asking, Hal, was you, you were talking about passive perception, and then I didn't hear what you'd said. you said. You started talking about expertise, and that's why I wasn't following. Sorry. So I, got, I have one skill proficiency in perception and thieves' tools, which doubles something to plus two. Plus four. Okay. Sorry about that. Heather's mom just called. Oh, okay, no problem. She she requires occasional proof of life. Proof <laughs> of life. You so you have to run down to the dungeon. You have her tied up in so that she can uh, speak. And... Okay. Exactly. I see my proficiency bonus on my sheet now is plus two. Okay. Okay. Understand. Cool. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. If I'm not understanding things as we're going, then you can guarantee that there's people listening that aren't going to be understanding as well. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, yeah, the skill system is definitely more streamlined. It is. But again, they've made up the um, ability to make your character unique in other ways, at least. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering, too, because, I mean, this is the basic system. There's, you know, feats that aren't... Well, I mean, again, the simple thing is these are the core rules of the game, nonetheless. Right. Well, there is the optional system. That's going to be, like, in the Dungeon Master's Guide and stuff, and... If there's like a reference to feats and it just says see the player's handbook, so we there's more rules in a, in the full system that we we don't have access to yet. Guy Brush and I are using our thieves cant to have a conversation. <laughs> can you all see the new map? I yeah. can see part of it. Yes. Okay, this is using dynamic yes. lighting, so I don't know how good it's going to be. It will be fabulous, pal, for the amount of time you've had to prepare it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So, so what we're saying is not that long. You, this is not something that you use on a regular basis either. So, 
No, I'm doing all right, I feel. Got it. You're right. Is the dynamic lighting working? Can you kind of see into the cave? Yes. Yep. So that's that's best. I've allowed everybody to see everybody else's light source. Okay. So that it doesn't become frustrating when one of the party members wanders off and the rest of you can't see anything. Okay. And we scream goblin and Well it's I... also it's also for the recording computer, because otherwise it won't be able to see what you're talking about. Remind... You can't give it its own light source? Remind... No, I can't give it its own light source. Remind Nick and I about the dynamic lighting thing. It means so, that if we move forward, more gets revealed. Correct. If you move a character, so move, feel free to move a character. Okay, I will move me. I'm going there. Oh, cool. So yeah. as we spread out the party, we can see more and more. In the correct. Now pull back. Uh-huh. And what you said is you gave it access to all light. So if I was the only light source and I moved ahead, I could see, but the rest of them wouldn't be able to. The rest of them will be able to because yes. I'm allowing all parties to see all light yes. sources. But if you didn't, that would be how it would go. Correct. So if I gave it so that... So what you'd normally do is if you were carrying a torch, you have a hooded lantern, which Mm -hmm. I'm assuming when it gets dark, that's what you'll use. Yep. So... Yeah, for that... um, But for other characters who don't, they have... um, Oh, didn't work either. (laughs) Um, for other characters that don't, um, they have dark vision. You would mm-hmm. restrict it so only they can see their light source. Mm-hmm. So, like, makes- Guy- Guybrush has night vision. So if he went ahead, he would be able to see. But, but the rest of you wouldn't. Yeah, but I've not set it like that. Okay. I've set it so everybody sees everybody else's light source, including dark vision. It's a cool um, idea, though. It's nice. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if it works. We have done it before. Yeah, yeah, we have. But I was never aware of what it did and how it worked. <laughs> I just knew it existed. I kept hearing the phrase. Well, no, we actually lighting. used it once. We did. And it slowed everything down awfully badly. Admittedly, I might have had more tokens than this map will have. True. Also- there, are, there aren't a huge... There's, there's quite a few on the GM layer at the moment that have not appeared. I guess technically because we're using dynamic lighting, I could actually turn on all the tokens, but I kind of didn't trust it. So I've kind of hidden them on the GM layer until you expose them with the light. And Lockhart, even though we did use dynamic lighting, I played in the session not having a clue what it was <laughs> it did, pretty much, because I think everybody else knew already, and you, I just didn't. So I just, well, no, I, I, sometimes when things are like that and I don't know them and everyone else does, I just don't say anything unless I need to. Right. Assuming I'll pick it up along the way. So, can you see the symbol in the trees? I see the little compass. Yeah, yeah that's that's the symbol of Lathander, and I'm using that to simulate the sunshine. Ah. So it, it it has a light radius going into the cave, okay. and at which point it gets to a certain point and then stops. So the rest of the cave is dark. Okay, it's a bit like is, if you're playing like um World of Warcraft or something. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. I've turned Fog of War off, so you don't have that business. You do have dynamic lighting, which should be interesting to play with. I don't know what Fog of War is, but I probably don't care. Fog of War <laughs> is in my maps, where I reveal bits of area at a time. Yeah. Okay. I turned that off, so basically, you reveal as you move. Okay. We strip away. Yes, you do. So, are we, are we good, or are we waiting for Heather? Um... Heather 
does still seem to be on the call. Okay, should you want me to carry on or do you want me to hang out? You can wait for a minute. I can, yeah, we can hang out. I could go to the bathroom for a second. <laughs> Fire break. Small break, grab snacks, drink. Sounds grand. Oh. I'll stand and talk to whoever's left. La, la, la. <laughs> what the heck was that? So I took the uh, printer-friendly version of the basic rules and added a bunch of bookmarks since they did do oh, that. Oh, very cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I, just print, I just printed them. <laughs> yeah. I If I had the double-sider working on my printer at home, I would have printed it. But uh, Yeah, we have a duplexing unit on our duplexing nicely. Yeah, I've got one, but the last update uh, to the drivers, I think, turned it off by default, and i got to okay. pop it dig back in and turn it back on. Mm. There's um, someone from higher up in the condo just throwing stuff like furniture out of a window. Seriously? He's breaking up. Uh-oh. Seriously. Oh my god. Stay uh, out some of it just looks like planks of wood. not anywhere near your car or anything, is it? No, no, no. The parking lot's a fair distance away. Okay. But if, if you hear more bang sounds, like one that you might have heard a moment ago, uh-huh. that's what it is. Isn't it like the middle of the night? Well, it's only 10 o'clock. That's a lot late to be throwing furniture out the window, right? I'm not quite sure what to do. Does that one call the police in these situations? I think I think one stares the hell out of it unless they get shanked in these situations. Yeah, unless you hear somebody being uh, like hit domestic or stuff. Probably... Technically, they're breaking their own stuff, so it's not illegal. Well, yeah, they're littering, but, probably. But they're littering. they're littering, and it's condo area and stuff. Do you have a like a condo night guy? Uh, there's a building manager, but I'm pretty so, sure he'd be aware of it as he lives right above me. And that's it. Then it sounds like smell, smells like his problem to me. Okay, you can call <laughs> the police if you'd like. But you can call the police if you want, as long as you do it on the on the recording, so we can hear you. Yeah, no. <laughs> and the non-emergency line of just you know Canadian Hi, police. No. Hi there. We're terribly sorry that you're having an emergency. <laughs> And I'm terribly sorry for calling, however. <laughs> that would be pretty accurate. <laughs> I kind of like that. It's kind of funny. Um, um, yeah, no, I was just very surprised. It was a very loud initial sound. And I looked <laughs> out, and there's like a dresser drawer on the ground. Oh, wow. It's throwing like serious stuff out the window. Yeah, they're having well, a bad breakup. It's, what the, what, what it falls It doesn't appear to be that there's stuff inside it. It's just like the dresser drawer. And then these oh. pieces of wood. <laughs> Perhaps they're renovating? Perhaps? Or they did really good at uh, rock guitar? <laughs> well, perhaps somebody threw it at someone else and they dodged and it went out the window. Maybe? What floor, is it? What floor are you on? I'm just like... like the, Well, you have the basement floor and then you have the floor above. So I guess I'm first floor, second floor? I don't know. Yeah. Number, my number's two. Twenties. <laughs> my number's mm-hmm. two. I am two. You're more than a number, Lockhart. That's right. You're a free man. My, I have a balcony that is above ground, but it's at such a height that I can climb up it if I've locked myself out. <laughs> so you're kind of like half. Yeah. But you're kind of tall, so maybe you're one. So I'm not hearing any more clatterings outside. I was rather shocked. Did someone set up a firework or something? Perhaps it's accidental. Maybe. I, I accidentally removed this drawer from my dresser and then accidentally... I mean, these are big pieces of things falling out of someone's balcony. So, <laughs> um, 
I'm guessing somebody's having a bit of a to-do. I do worry sometimes because there's been um um fire scares and stuff. Really? Have I have I not met have I not mentioned when when there was someone lit the recycling bin inside the building on fire? Why would they do that? That's I'm, very douchey. I'm not sure. It it was either deliberate or someone very stupidly put like a lit cigarette butt or something in it. That's kind of douchey. It's it's kind of douchey either way, really. Even if they, we've a, all been that drunk before. <laughs> the thing was, it like it was like in the middle of the day. Even worse, we've all been that drunk in the middle of the day before. I can't afford to get that drunk. I can't afford to get that drunk. Then you're not doing it right. It's all Mad Dog 2020, sir. So I I worry sometimes that someone's going to do something stupid that will somehow affect me in the building. That seems fair. So what do we think so far? What do you think of the system? Well... For the one, fight. the one combat was pretty touch and go at some points. It was pretty uneventful for me. <laughs> just had I mean, a nice, just had a nice lie down. I mean, that's fairly typical for um, most systems that first level combats can be pretty deadly because your weapons are doing the same damage for your first several levels, but your uh, but your hit points haven't grown yet, so I w- you can one shot a lot of people. I will mention. That mm. combat made me like the idea of 3.5 in Pathfinder, where a surprise round isn't a full action quite a lot. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Su- surprise here is awesomely good. Yeah. Especially when combined with high initiative, but even so, they're still able to take a full turn. That was a lucky roll. They rolled really high. But you're right. That's sure they do get a good oh, initiative. but, I mean, to be perfectly honest, there's not really any... I mean, our yeah, high initiative modifier is only going to be a plus four. Right. It's mostly going to come down to rolls, really. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's one of those. It's. I'm guessing there's going to be people uh, the abilities later on in the game when they get the full optional optional abilities, which are will not be a part of the basic D and D game. Huh. It's interesting. Well, it's uh, just like feats aren't part of it, and that's probably yeah. I'm not sure that, that feats are optional or feats are additional or something. Be right back. Jeez, oh, everybody's leaving. I'm here now. The thing's gone. That was cold. My legs were cold. I'm waiting to read my lovely description of cave mouth. Yes, yes, you can wait. (laughs) I'd just like to say I I did actually take off all of the numbers off of this map. You want a drink, Hal, from the garage? I can go get you one. Sure. What would you like? Uh, I'll have an orange juice from the other fridge, please. Okay. Thank you, Bo. I, I will say I have enjoyed some of the steps they've taken to... Combine some of the simplicity and streamlineness of fourth, yes, with with, with still the the um, general basicness of three point five and earlier editions. Well, that, not really three point five. That said, combats in four lasted literally hours at a time. Well, that's because they did boost the hit points. They've brought hit points back down again. Yeah, which is kind of nice because it means that fights don't go on for hours. Which was ridiculous. They were all like, fights will be fast and streamlined. And yes, maybe they were. But with everybody having to do 50 things to kill the guy opposite them, it was kind of difficult. That that being said, I think that mechanically, mm. the system will still, as you said, kind of have the same major faults of the fighter is limited to hitting things while the yes. wizard is unraveling the cosmos. That's right. I think at high levels, there's going to be a big disparity. There's only so much magical items can do when they're armors and swords. Well, and, and the, the, sim- the simple fact is they are limiting magic items. They're, they're making yeah. it less about that. Right. 
That said, this adventure has some surprising magic items in it. We'll see them. <laughs> There's surprising magic items in this adventure. I was surprised by some of them. For a level one adventure. But, I mean, at the same time with the whole simplicity, again, with it comes the fact that that's both a good and bad thing, depending on what mm-hmm. people want from it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's not like Rollmaster complicated, but it, I don't mind a simple system. Well, I mean, it's it's simple to use and learn, and if it is being put with combat as an equal or lower part to role-playing and exploration reasonably, that's fine. Yeah. But if it is something where combat is still a major star, there's going to be a simple thing where, I mean, how long before I'm going to get tired of each turn staying close to people, using my reaction, hitting a person on my turn. Because yeah, you're a yeah. protective. Was that the only option you had? No, I, I still I had plenty of options. Ooh. I had about f- um, five different combat options, but I kind of cho- wanted to choose one that wasn't like a just plus one or something like that. Yeah, I guess they're all kind of pretty. I mean, it's a good one. A reaction is a nice thing to have. Well, again, it gives me a little something else to do. I'm saying Lindsay's light weapon's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's an extra attack. It's good. I mean, extra attack at level 1 without any real negatives. Pretty nice. To be fairly honest, I think pretty much anyone that wields light weapons can have that. Yeah, they can. And as long as you're wielding two light weapons, you're good. Yeah. And I mean, it increases her damage output significantly at the first level. It's not bad. I mean, it's well, the idea we've got some interesting character builds. Magic's interestingly good as well. I mean, wizards are doing good damage out the gate with cantrips. Yeah. And they're not going to completely run out of stuff in one combat, which is also kind of nice. It's true, but I mean, again, that's no different than fourth that concept. And I guess you had encounter powers and And, will powers and and that kind of business. I mean, as far as that goes, there's the simple fact that where's the balancing factor? Mm. I think what they've done here with four, I found that they made magic very unmagical. By basically making everybody magic. Well, I mean, the, the, the problem they had is it wasn't that the system they had was bad. It's mm. just that they used it for everyone. And it kind yes. of became, this doesn't fit everyone. It, it's real good for the fighting types, I think. Having mm. The fighter having those encounter and at-will abilities and stuff. It is, but it takes away from kind of the wizard because it make, means, makes it feel like the rest of the party have like wangy magic like you do. Yeah. No. Yep. And, and a lot of the abilities, if you look at them, there's no way they can actually do them just with physical skill. Some of them actually look like their magical abilities. Yeah, well, I mean, it kind of gets to the point where my regular attack does 1d8, my special mm-hmm. super ultra attack does 8d8. Yeah. yeah. Why am I not doing 8d8 all the time if I'm capable of doing that? Because, <laughs> yeah, right? I'm here. Hey, where's Nick? Nick is. But, uh, He's quietly contemplating life. We're just awaiting our mage, then. I'm just hanging out with Gary, the petrified mouse. G- Gary. I think, fun- petrified. I think it's funny that he's called Gary. He is now... He is now... Uh, I'm trying to make him into Gary, the slightly nervous and timid mouse. <laughs> Gary, the timid mouse. I like it. It's a good one. I, I do have plus three animal handling, so... That's right. Plus three. To handle those animals. Not in I've a sexual the... way, you pervert. I've got plus four, and I'm not even uh, proficient in it. 
So, uh, I think we're safe to continue on, and we'll just catch Heather up when she's done. Okay, so, after about five miles following the goblin trail, <clears throat> you come across a large cave in a hillside. A shallow stream flows out of the cave mouth, which is screened by dense briar thickets. A narrow, dry path leads into the cave on the right-hand side of the stream. Yeah. Old Dwarven Proverbs tell you that that uh, stream's half we. <laughs> Old Dwarven Proverbs say. Yes, Goblin Stream is half we. So, um, we'll have to get over the stream to get into the entrance area. Yeah, but it's not very deep. Except for where they dug out the underwater pit. It's um, not something we could try jumping over? You could jump it. It's not that big. If judging by dwarf proverb. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes, right. You probably don't want to hit your feet in that if it's half wing. Please, Thor, be the first to jump over it. Oh, jumping in heavy armor. Uh, let's see, that would be probably not something that... You're going to make me look at the jumping rules, aren't you? <laughs> we, um, we, we are... We can toss the dwarf. Nobody tosses a dwarf. It's yeah. athletics, right? Um, yes, that being said, there is... Actual a, uh, jumping rules. Yes. Mm, I saw them. Long I don't think anyone would be doing any jumping, so I never really committed them very hard to memory, I have to say. When you make Athletics. a long jump, you cover a number of feet up to your strength score if you move at least 10 feet on foot immediately before the jump. Ah. When you make a standing long jump, you can leap only half that distance. Either way, each foot you clear on the jump costs a foot of movement. What's your strength, Thra? Uh, 16. Does that mean with a 10-foot run-up you can jump 16 feet? Yes. I guess that's not that far, is it, really? Body mass propelled and... <laughs> Pretty darn far all the same, but I guess it's... it's As far as the stretching of the imagination goes, pretty light for d Yeah, it's, it's not ridiculous. So I can I do 8 feet without the running running start, even. That'll hop you over the stream. I don't think I, as a person, could jump 16 feet, so... Do you have negatives for athletics for armor? Nope. Nope. The well, only armor does have a yeah strength bonus. The yeah. only negative, aside from the dexterity re- reduction to your AC for different armors, is some of them have a disadvantage while making stealth checks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you do not have a significant strength bonus, um then your speed is reduced by 10. Unless you're a dwarf, in which right. case it's not. Right. Nice. Cool. You like the stereotype dwarf, right? Yes. So, what are we doing, people? Up the stream, I guess. Before it's raw, where are you going? We just paddle through it. Yeah. No, it's not like... Extremely no, it's, not, it's not very deep at this point. It's just a stream coming out of a cave. So we're going to hop out, we want to get close to it where there's a clear landing, or do we want to hop over here near the trees? There's not really anywhere to land over there by the trees, that's quite narrow. And that thicket looks quite thick. 
I'm going to slide my boots off, tie the laces together, sling them over my shoulder, and paddle through it. Okay. Who's uh, going the first? Laughs. Um, I will. Okay. I'm not afraid of a little bit of water. Creep. Very good. Water. Water. Well, no no offense to the idea of paddling across at Marigold, but I thought that path, uh, that um, trail was uh, pretty harmless too until you pointed out a noose and a pit trap. Yep, so. <laughs> but I don't see any threats in the water, so you're fine. Well, I'm just worrying about the threats you don't see now. Can I, can I perceive anything, Hal? Um. I will perceive. I'll, like. Make, make, me a, make me a perception roll. Small fish that are half mouth. Nope. Right, hang on. Slash uh, 1d20 plus 6. 13. Mm, you don't really see anything out of the ordinary here. There's no traps around the entrance that you don't think. Any killer fish? Bacterial no. microbes floating in the water? Without, without a microscope and chemistry set, there's no way of figuring that out. Are you yeah. just wandering up? Are you creeping up? Are you... So if my passive perception is... Can I use my passive perception on things like that instead of rolling? It just happens. Okay. So... Do you mind there's also the investigate skill, which is technically yes. more closer to search. Okay. Yes. But would I... Could it, like, if we were... Can I not just use the passive one? Why would I roll and get a potentially bad one if I could just use 16? Because you could get Hello? Hi. There was a question. Um, I heard your question. Your passive skill is for spotting stuff that you're not actively searching for. If you actively look, you make a roll. Okay. But, so would I, as a person who is always on the lookout for traps and stuff, would I automatically be looking? That is, you are. That's what your passive skill is. Yeah, that's what I meant. Are we talking at? Uh, I think you're talking. You're talking past me. The thing you was the thing. I if there was something there and you made a roll and it was good, maybe you would see something that your passive perception did not. Okay. So essentially, what you've done is you've stopped and looked around purposefully, yeah, as opposed I'm, to just meandering along. But I'm also asking you that mm-hmm. I as the type of character I am, would I always be actively looking like so would have to make a proper roll every time or could it you be can't, No, you can't be constantly that. You'd be like the super edgy caffeine man if you were doing that. Alright. Okay. Trust your Essentially, passive. with a good passive perception, you're, you're, even if you make perception checks, you're not really going to get worse than your passive. I just did yeah. that. The the thing is, it's more so with the investigation thing. My passive is sixteen. Yeah, so, so you're probably not going to get lower than sixteen when you're just walking around and being generally aware of things. You would have noticed it before you made the roll if you'd if it okay. would have been. It's 16. more so when you're looking for something specific that's hidden, which is more of investigation. Okay. Would you like me to roll investigate instead, huh? Or no, not unless you're not unless you're searching the area. Um, no. Which okay. isn't what you were doing, so it's no. not investigating. So, do what you're doing. I did. Roll. I got 13. It was crap. Okay, you don't see anything, but you're about to go across the river. Yep. Are you sneaking across? Are you jumping across? Are you going, woohoo, and splashing across? Um, None of those. I will be stepping into the water, walking across it, not making 
extreme noise, but not probably silently, not splashing or anything like so, that. Just, so you're just walking across. Yeah. Just Sounds like, fine. Okay. Into it. Walking. Anybody else going after her, or are you just letting her go across on her own? Or? I'll follow. Okay. I'll keep a javelin out while she crosses. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Move yourselves. All right. Whereabouts will we be crossing? I, I don't. I don't think. I, I think, I think we're crossing after the brush. Like us here. Has has he? Yeah. Like like up there. Okay, so that's where we are. Hmm? Well, like here. So is Thrag going across, and then Marigold is following. Well, I said I was going first, so I guess I have to go so first. Yes, yeah, so you're there. Yep. All oh. there. Okay, very good. Everybody's happy, uh, including. Yay, including the goblin that was hiding up there with the boat. In fact, goblins! Oof. I'll be, um, last to, just last across, covering with the javelin. Oof. Oh, hey. Goblin aggro. Ah! You do not, you, you can't, the goblins kind of look up, kind of surprised. They seem to have been kind of quietly snoozing in the brush. Ah. They, um... Grab for their weapons. Ah, I already have one of mine out. Aha. You surprise them. Charge! We shall Hammer have initiatives. Time. Okay, initiatives. Hmm. Everybody can roll them. Including my goblins, I guess. Can I shoot through the trees? You cannot shoot through the trees. You cannot see the goblins from there. Ooh, 18. That's uh, pretty good. My initiative... 23. Wow. And then I'm going to roll... You have the same initiative, right? Plus four? Um, yeah. Yep. Okay, so let me... Go Threpwood. Roderick. Don't know mine's right. Roderick gets a four for initiative. Halei gets 14. <laughs> 24 for uh, Guybrush. Guybrush gets 24. Halei gets a 14, you said? Yes. And you get... A four. A, f- a four. Turn order looks blank to me. Turn order's blank to me as well. Okay. It's a new map. The new the oh. tokens don't... Ah, oh, stupid. Although it is on my... Although they carry over on mine, they don't carry yes, over on yours. Yes, yes, That yes. sucks. They need a button that's just like, put these in the turn order. So I have to re-add the tokens to the, to the turn order. From this map, yes. Oh, that's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you know my pain, Hal. That is such a pain in the. Do I have to? Del- I guess I've got to can them off. The- yes. Yeah, yes, you do. And then re-add them all. Yes. What a sack of penis! That's just. Why you know it now? Awful. Lockhart, I pity you. Add to turn. My goblin has arrived. That's why, like the first combat of every map, I'm kind of like, uh, here's the initiatives, and you guys say we don't see initiatives. It's like, oh, I forgot. This. Did I roll a four for the goblins? You did, I think. Yay. Okay, so let's do this. We're going to have to go one at a time. Marigold, what'd you get? I got 23. 23. Um, Thra, what did you get? 18. Teen. 18. 18, thank you. I just heard teen. I got a teen. 11 teen. Uh, Roderick. Four. Four. Is there an official way of determining who goes fastest, or do I just decide? I believe the official way is GM deciding. It was... Um, uh, just decide, right? Initiative? 
Yeah. If a tie occurs, the DM decides the order among the tied DM-controlled characters, and the player decides the order among tied characters. Nice. The DM can decide the order if the tie is between a monster and a player character. Optionally, that's nicely arbitrary. Optionally, the DM can have the tied characters and monsters each roll a d20 to determine the order. Highest roll going first. Interesting. Godbrush, what did you get? 24. Did you? He he did, yeah. I rolled 23 for me and and then I rolled 24 for him. She critted, isn't it? Yep. And Halea. Uh, 14. 14, okay. Let's order these monkeys. Guybrush, Marigold, Thra... There's nothing special that we can roll to add to initiative, is there? Just straight up now? No. Okay, there we go. I'll let you go first, as the goblins are surprised. You just go as fast as that. Are we all all acting on this round? Yes, everybody can act. So I'm guessing that the first thing happens is... Marigold says, ooh, goblins! And then Guy... Threpwood. Um... Meaty. And we can just see these two, is that right? No. Mm -hmm. I supposedly can't see any of them. Nope, you can't. But Marigold has mentioned that there are goblins. So is just is this just cover, or is it possible to make a perception check to see them? They can fire through it, but it says that... I, I'd imagine that's three-fourths cover in that case. Yeah, it's weird, this one. What it says is... Um, if, they open fire with their... If they see you, they open fire with their bows, shooting through the thicket and probably catching you by surprise. If they don't notice you, blah, blah, blah. What's the bit about the cover? Um, yeah, okay, we'll do a three, th- three, four, three quarters cover. Okay. So you can kind of see them, I guess, in and amongst. Now that they're moving in, you know they're there. Yeah, because if they can shoot through it, there's got to be a way to shoot them back. Yeah. Three, so we'll, three quarters cover is comparable to portcullis, an arrow slit, or a thick tree trunk. Basically, it gives them an increase to their dex and dexterity and AC serves. So what would, if Nick wanted to fire from where he was? He shoots an arrow, and it just means that their armor class is higher. Okay, so he doesn't have to change his roll? Nope, he just rolls the same thing, it just means their AC is more. What if I was... We are at an advantage, because we are catching them at surprise. Correct, you are at advantage. And would I still have sneak attack at... Would I have sneak attack at that point? Yes. Yes, because you have advantage. So, what... Could he just... So could he use sneak attack with his bow? Yes. Okay. So it would negate the, any negatives right now? No. It, okay. No. It makes him... It allows him to roll at advantage, which means you roll 2d20 and keep the highest. They still have cover, so their armor class is higher. Okay. But if he hits, he gets his sneak attack damage if he wishes to use it this turn. Would you like to stay where you are and shoot? Or would you like to move? We've got an, an extra round on them, so you could use that to move. Uh, what if, I, what if I'm in the woods? What if you what? What if I was firing from within the woods? You can't really get in it. It's not something you can walk through. Okay. Okay. It's so too really, thick to walk through. He really needs to go up to where we are. If he or shoot through it. Or shoot through it. Shoot through it. 
Yeah, let me uh, let me try and shoot through it. Do it. You roll twice, and you keep the highest. Is it rolling his bow skill or just a twenty? It's his bow. So okay. if you actually do it as um, if you do two two d twenty, and then you write K one after two d twenty, and then you add his plus. So it's going to be forward slash R two d twenty K one plus six. Okay. And it gets stuck in the woods. Your arrow doesn't make it through the brush. What's the K1? It's keep. roll 2d20, keep 1. Oh, okay. That's so it automatically that. keeps the highest. If you see, the 3 is three is paler than the 4. Ah. We need to figure out what the one where we keep the lowest is, what the calculation is. So, uh, Marigold, you're on. Hold on, can I still move on this round? Yes, you can, if you wish. Um, let me, I guess, uh, hop over next to, uh, Marigold. Can you get there? One, oh, two, it... three, four, five. I think you don't, you can't move that far. Well, how much movement does he have? One, two, three. Thirty-five? Oh, but you can. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five. He could easily make it there if he wants to. Yeah, you can. Running yeah. around. But yeah, d- d- diagonals just count as five in this, do they? I think so. I think so too. I thought I read that. But it doesn't matter. They're just five foot regardless. Well, more so, it didn't really expand on the grid rules. No. Yeah. I did read somewhere. It was, that it was the essentially just that they're one square, feet. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just one square. Can, uh, Nick's asking if he could be in the same square as me. No, he can't okay. finish in he the can... same square as you. Well, he... yeah. actually, she's a halfling. Okay. He's skinny. But, it's, but actually, I think it says specifically in the movement rules, you cannot finish in the same square. Can he be here? Where? Um, for, uh, the one... One to the right. Yeah, I'll let him stand there. It's it's only like a half square, but yes, he can. Yeah, uh, where are I think that's you? I don't know. Because I thought that they had the prone thing on earlier. I'll let him stand there. There? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, okay. Nine Marigold. Nine. No, my, my hit points never got uh, added when I... So you're back up to your full? Yeah, I should be at ten. Okay. Marigold. Why, right. should, you be, why should you be at ten? Because he didn't update... Uh, I didn't update it on here before. So it was at nine instead of ten. Yeah. When he got healed. Or... He didn't heal to his max, did he? He only got healed nine. Yeah, but then we right. rested... Yeah. yeah, but did did he choose to roll his hit dice? I don't know. Did you? I no. Did, did you? No. I thought I did. Did I not? I don't know. I didn't, th- I didn't think you did. Yeah, I, mean, I, you could... I thought you did because we saw you were at full health. Yeah, okay. you, could te- you could technically have another rest and you could benefit from it again. I thought so he was fairly close to... Nine or ten. Yeah, just put me at nine. It's at nine and he still has his roll if he needs to short rest. Yeah. Okay. All right, me. Um... I'm going to go forward and bash this one's brains in. Okay, you have advantage, so you roll 2d20 on this first roll. Awesome. Yeah, flash. Uh, Won't you, you get on both? Yes, she will. So it's kind of terrifying. 2d20 plus 6. 2d20 here, 1 plus 6. Okay. It's a new uh, macro. I know, we're, te- we're teaching you the, the hidden subtleties. Okay, so roll 25. 
That hits. <laughs> can I roll the second one? If you want to, but you, you can also choose to sneak attack on this one. Oh, I'll do that. Because you, you have advantage, you can sneak attack. Okay, so what would I be rolling next then? It's your damage. Okay. So what is it? D6 plus 4 plus 1D6. So it's 2D6 plus 4. Goblins and bushes. Okay. Welcome back. Thank you, Hal. Damage. Uh, it doesn't even get a chance to grab its scimitar. It just dies in the bushes. <laughs> Thra! Well, hang on a second. That was only her oh. first attack, right? Oh, you're right, yes. And she has movement left. Yes. Yay! Yeah. And you're right. In principle, she could step and move. Oh, I'm still stuck in third edition. I forget that you could... You can actually move, attack, and move, and technically attack, I guess. I could go forward one square. Is that right? Hit it with my other hit. Does that work like that? Oh my god. I think so. I think it's two weapon fighting. When you take the attack action and attack with a light weapon that you're holding, you can use a bonus action. You don't add... um, Nothing says you can't make a move. Can you move before the bonus action, though? Well, it's a bonus action. You take it any time during your turn, really. Yes, that's fair. Nice. Okay, do it. So am I still doing the advantage thing? Yes, technically. You still have advantage over this one. Slash R. She wouldn't get her sneak attack damage on this, though, would she? It's just once around? Yes, it's just once around. Doing it again. 26. It's a crit, though. Oh. Yay. Okay, somebody just tell me my damage. She's on It'll fire. It'll be 2d6. 2d6. Um, my normal damage for that is plus 4. Do I get the plus 4? No, still? it's no. your second attack. You don't get the plus 4 bonus on your second attack. Okay. But I, did I do any damage? Oh, I did do damage. Doesn't she still get strength and stuff on the second no, attack? No, not with the two we- oh, weapon. Oh, that's right, two oh. weapon. No. Never mind. <laughs> is it dead? Um... Did you just do five? Yeah, five. It is not dead. Oh. Thra, it's you. Oh, hammer time, I guess. Oh, ba no, 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 no. See if I've got this. Uh, Can't touch this. Macro actually worked. Oh, so wait, no, yeah, it. surprise is kind of amazing. Apparently, surprise is is the shiz. So what you need to do is be a party of rogues with really high sneak. Yeah. Yeah, see, you, the rest of you can let go. We'll just, we'll, we'll take it. You carry on walking, we'll do it. Who's <laughs> going to beat me first? Yeah, I assume we still have advantage. Yes. All right, so 24 to hit. Hits. Nope, that's still wrong. Okay, i got to fix that map. I thought I fixed <laughs> that map for it, but it didn't fix. <laughs> oh, wait, have I been doing this wrong? What? I thought you got advantage and stuff on surprise. He did. Or do you not? I was looking it up because it seemed a bit too good. Do you not get advantage? Maybe you don't. Hmm. I think they just don't get to act, right? If you're surprised, you can't move or take an action. Ah! You can't take a reaction until turn ends. Yeah. So no, you don't get advantage. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I took it. So, let's take a look. 
Lindsay would still have hit. Oh, she wouldn't have killed. She wouldn't have hit the first one because she'd have. Oh, technically taking her first dice, she'd have missed the first one, but hit the second, so she'd have killed the one, but not damaged the second one. So let's just heal him back to seven, and you're good. So there you go. That's easy. We fixed it. And Thra hits it for how much damage? Twenty-three, apparently. Uh, four. Okay, good. Good enough. There we go. We fixed it. Okay, I keep... What am I doing? D. Bad roll. Okay. Wizard lady. Why did that not fix? You can see a goblin lurking in the bushes. You realize that I'm taking care of business pretty well. (laughs) Yeah. Goodness. Did I kill my... Did I kill my goddamn initiative goblin again? You did. That's really annoying. How do you how do you prevent doing that, Lockhart? I just don't use tokens for initiative unless it's just one opponent. Uh, On the just, turn order thing, I use the um, thing to add just the names. Uh, just add a dude. Okay, we'll do that in future. So he has cover, but you can still see him through the bushes and attempt to hit him with something. Okay. I also see that there's a rather bloodthirsty-looking um, guybrush stood really, really badly wanting to hit something and kill it. <laughs> I'll try not to kill it, then. He's, he's foaming at the mouth. said, <laughs> <laughs> die by my hand! <laughs> well, Besides your mouse. My mouse will never die. Just as well to live. <laughs> well, uh, I still have my eight arrows, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, I could try shooting the guy. Mm-hmm. You can. You could also use a firebolt if you want. I mm-hmm. could use a firebolt. I could use all three if I wanted, but... No, no, no. Fire, firebolt, not magic missile. Right. Oh, right. That's missile. Bolt. Yes. <laughs> hmm. And I did Options. regain a thing, so... Uh, okay, maybe, maybe a firebolt. Do it. Access the typing mechanism. <laughs> okay, so, so slash R. That's what you kids are calling it. R. Shut up, thing. 1d20. Plus. Uh, what, what am I adding? Plus 5. Plus 5. Your attack modifier. No. Crap. The firebolt hits the bushes and they kind of smolder a little before going out. Thankfully they're slightly damp from the river. I am disappointed (laughs) in myself. Hellbeater! Alright, so Roderick is uh, just going to move up. Let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Move there. Jumping across the river in a single bound, pulling out a javelin, landing, and with a twist, throwing it over um, Marigold's head toward the goblin. Oh, goblin. Boom! 22. Strikes him squarely in the chest. Boom, 
six points. <laughs> he dies. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm getting uh, thieves can't language being uh, sent at me, and it looks quite angry. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay no, got like, upset. He didn't got like hand signals now. <laughs> it was more like him just throwing it. He's <laughs> probably going to be even more upset knowing that he could have moved first and then attacked and not had that cover penalty. <laughs> so, do you have a plus five dex? No, or... it's a thrown weapon. I use my strength. Oh, a throw of strength. That's what it is. You've got a 20 strength? No, nice. but I have a plus three with a plus two proficiency bonus. Oh, sorry. No, I put a plus five there. Sorry. Uh, oh, dear. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. It would still have killed it. Uh, four points still would have killed it? Would have still have killed it. It only had three left. Okay, good. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we're still learning and it's funny. Okay, kids, what now? Roderick pulls it out of the corpse and wipes it off on its tattered armor. Pulls it out of the corpse. Adds it back to the quiver. He's a bit kinky like that. What? You gotta clean the blood off your weapons. It's respectful. (laughs) Oh, I believe I have a description of this little area. I'm reading it, I'm reading it. On the east east side of the stream flowing from the cave mouth, a small area in the briar thickets has been hollowed out to form a lookout post or blind. Wooden planks flatten out the briars and provide room for guards to lie hidden and watch the area, including a pair of dead goblins there right now. (laughs) Roderick will go back to the um, area above the brush and Mm -hmm. kind of um, just quietly wave Hillel over to the river to jump over or swim across as she chooses. Don't need to swim, it's not that deep. Paddle. I'll, I'll try leaping all the same. You'll be able to do it. Lost everybody there for a second. Our wizard is moving along and gets to joining the party. Search the goblins. Search the goblins. You find six copper pieces and four silver pieces. Wow. Ah. Six copper and four silver. They also have arrows. They have eight arrows each. So that's... 16 arrows. Correct. Short bow again, I assume. Same mm-hmm. equipment as last time. Short bow, crappy scimitar, crappy armor, crappy shield. So you take eight of them. Okay. Well, okay. Let me write it down. Arrow. So you're... Oh, no, you didn't. You used a firebolt. Never mind. I used a firebolt, yeah. Firebolt! <laughs> Pachoo! Pachoo! Exactly. Pachoo. I like that noise. There's 16 Pachoo. arrows, right? Yes. Uh, anything else? Bows? They have all of that. And the same armor? Correct. Okay. Anything else? Nope. Other than the money thing has taken. Uh, remind me how many copper? Thing. Uh, six copper, four silver. Okay. Feel the rich stuff. Well, seeing as I start out poor, probably, yeah. <laughs> so then all we have is looking into this dark cave, huh? Right. LA, you can take eight arrows if you'd like. Woo, thank you. Plus, we had a grand total of 16. 
Wow. Form up yes, we're looking it. into the looking inside the cave. Perhaps the members of the party that have dark vision should go first. Sounds good. Well, I'd like to be of some use. You could be behind. Rear guard. Won't be much good being behind you unless there's I uh, can see. Well, so who so who has dark vision? Me. Me. Oh, I just remembered. Uh, I have dancing lights. Ooh, I okay. could send little light orbs to scout in front of us. Yes, alert, alert all the goblins. Yeah, I I'd rather not everybody know we were here. I mean, me, they can just hear. Well, right? unless you're suggesting that I either stay out here or be useless in a fight inside, we're going to need some sort of light. But, I mean, can't we do that when the when the time comes? I have, well, I'm carrying a hooded lantern, so I could probably unhood it for another. Can't I, you just learn to see in the dark like a normal person? <laughs> I like that. Learn to see in the dark like a normal person. That's super. What can I say? I traded in for a sense of hygiene. I think, well, Lindsay can't see in the dark either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've got my hooded lantern. Yeah, you're all set to have your lights attached. If you're not using the hooded lantern, let me know and I'll turn off the light on Lindsay. I um, I'm, bringing up a, I'm bringing up a dancing lights token in case anybody wants to use it. We could have you casting that spell ahead and even if it does alert them, we'll have some distance in between us. At least maybe, we'll have a heads up. Uh, maybe Guybrush, with his um, dark vision, should go a little ahead. Well, if he wants to, I just remember the last time he wandered away from the party. Yeah. Well, he has, he has uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wandered away? Yeah, when you win, disappear into the woods and you came out bleeding. <laughs> and now's his chance to redeem himself for that. Motherfuckers! Do goblins have dark vision? Does anybody know that? Someone can make me a... I'm so I guess, considering uh, let's call it a nature check? Sure. Yeah, I guess nature. Do I give a shot? Uh, nature shot? Nature check. Hmm. What do you know about goblins, dear? Hello? 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 Let's see, what do I know about goblins aside from their language? Nine. <laughs> ah, you think, just from the fact that it's logical... The goblins can see in the dark. You know they live in the dark, so unless they're stumbling around all day long, they can probably see in it. So bright light might dazzle them, but... Uh... We're going to need light, so... Are you dazzled yeah. in bright light, dwarf? No, but I'm not a goblin. <laughs> How much light does my hooded lantern give out, Al? A lot, actually. It can give out quite a bit. Okay. Uh, it, gi- it gives out light at... Let's see, it's like 30 feet. It's 30 feet and then 30 feet of dim light at full, kind of unhooded. And then okay. you can choose to hood it down so it's like five foot if you want to. Well, I'm going to have to... We're going to... Uh, 
Roderick and I are going to need light to see anything. So okay. I've, I've brought up dancing lights. If anybody wants to cast that spell, I can bring them on. That might work. It's okay. What? They're just goblins anyways. What's the difference between dancing light and me using my lantern? Dancing lights gives the wizard four little lights that she can send off in different directions. Mm-hmm. Okay. She can she can light up the areas before we even get to them. Yeah, up to 120 feet away. So like uh-huh. I said, even if it gives away our position, we at least have distance. All right, let's do that. And they have bows. You want dancing lights? I think so. It might be fun. Wizard Woo, what do you think? Uh, well, we were... I won't be holding a lantern then. If well, we, say, stay in a narrow corridor and they flood into us, at least we'll have somewhat of a fortitude uh, advantage, I think. Oh, mm-hmm. tactical. Tactical I, I think, advantage. I think we want you to cast it, dear. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. I'll... She doesn't so, want to Apparently, hella blavers. So it makes four lights, right? Yes. There they are. Yeah, she's fine. Poof. that every minute or so. It does only last a minute at a time, but it's a cantrip. Yeah. So it won't cost me anything, right? Nope. Nope. Okay. So they got lights, you can move them as you need to. Remember, it's line of sight, so you can't move them round corners and continue. And in fact, you can't see around corners with them, if that makes sense. Right, because we can't see what they see. Exactly, you can't see what they see. All the same, you can pretty much send them straight down that passageway. Mm -hmm. Wake up, goblins! You enticing them probably won't help, either. So how about we just uh, wait here for a minute and see if the lights um, have anything rush out at us? (laughs) We hear hear a collective gasp of goblins going, Oh, shit! (laughs) We lost some of that. Sh- I guess we. Oh, I see you're blocking the room. I see. I'm wow. not blocking. I'm not blocking the room necessarily. You're doing, you're doing yeah, something that's cutting off the lights. You're right. I'm, I'm. I am doing something that's cutting off the lights. How? Yes. Earlier, I believed I saw a dozen goblin tracks. Is that correct? Yes. So we've currently killed six. So would it be reasonable for my character to assume there's only six left? Maybe. We can take six. Maybe. Um, I've I've turned off the ability on the lights that says it has sight, so it stops them being able to see beyond their range. Mm. So you can see the lights and the, ah, the light they give out, I but see. you can't see down corridors around them. Okay. That makes sense. So it, it's to stop you sneakily looking up corridors ahead. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I was going to his head. Nah, ah, ah. Well, that makes sense, right? You can see the lights, but you can't see what the lights can see. But Roderick will just kind of take a choke point position there. Okay. And again, recommending that we just let the first minute duration go off and see if there's any reaction. You hear the sounds of snarling. Pretty <laughs> close. Pretty close to you, Roderick. Pretty close. 
The goblins. Yeah. I think it's probably just around that corner. No, this sounds more like a a canine snarl. Oh, it's gonna be like dire wolf, doesn't it? I'll, I'll give I'll give my attempt at thieves can to just kind of be poking, pointing around the corner, essentially to the rest of the party. Nah, everybody nah, everybody nah. can hear the snarling. If. Just it's closest to you. I do okay. it anyway. <laughs> you think you can hear the clanking of chain as well? Planking of chain. Oh, mm-hmm. the, the sounds of snarling seems to be it echoes around the cave somewhat. We have a dark vision question. Yes. Um, Nick was wondering if he moved sort of somewhere like in this area, mm-hmm. would he be able with his dark vision to see up into this right-hand black area? Yes, if he's got the angle to do it, it'll show him it. Okay, where would be a good place for him to? Position but himself. You, for that. you can just position him around. If you put him, if you put the thing with dynamic lighting is if you put yourself there, it'll show you what you can see. Okay. Like so. So that's not me. Ugh, do I keep moving the wrong one for that? No, yeah, that, no, no that's me. That's, that's me. There you go. He's the one with the bow. Yeah. There you is go. Right. You probably don't want to go much further past that. Hmm? You might be able to go to the left one. You might be able to see around the corner a little better. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, yeah. There yeah. you go. Kind of see into the room a little. He's snarling. But I still don't see anything. Can't see it. Not from there. They're probably caged or tied up still. So does a minute pass? If yes, if you're not doing anything, a minute passes. Hmm. Well, they don't seem to be jumping on light, even as far in as it is. Really Nick, make me a perception check. Marigold, why don't you put on that torch and we can... Uh, take a turn around this corner and put down whatever monster it is they have chained up. Do you want me to vanish these lights for a while? They are only a minute duration. I rolled Nick's macro and it gave him eight for perception. Eight? Okay, that's fine. And what were you saying, Lockhart? I was saying that you should um, light up that torch of yours, or um, lantern of yours. Uh, we well, can... it's been on already. <laughs> yeah, unhood it a little, maybe. Um, how... Mm. Can I get the um the ingredients of my uh well of my burglar pack? Uh yeah, it has burglar things in it. Yeah, uh, I figure if they don't seem to be reacting to light. We can just carry it with us at least and go into this next room. Put down whatever guard mutt they have there. And um, then take it, uh, see if we want dancing light, and uh, move forward a bit. Burglar pack contains uh, a bag of 1,000 ball bearings, 10 feet of string, a bell, five candles, a crowbar, a hammer, 10 pittons, a hooded lantern, two flasks of oil, five days of rations, a tinderbox, and a water skin, and 50 foot of hemp rope. Alright. It's it's likely to be in this beginner's book thing. It's in the no. It's in the basic rule book that I have here. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Right. We'll get that later. We didn't have time to write it all down. Okay. So maybe I will also move up towards the front. Go for it. And um, I will be led because he and I can speak to each other like mm-hmm. without making as much noise and stuff. Um, we will indicate to each other that. He can go a little ahead of me because he can see better, and then I'll follow along. 
Um, and we'll what's, try and... What's, what's your hooded lantern doing? Do you have it fully open? No, uh, I have it very less... Uh, very little light. You can, have it, you, you can have it from 30... Basically, you can have it up to 60 feet, which yeah. is 30 foot bright and 30 foot dim, or okay. you can have it up, down to just 5 foot around you. I'd probably have it either 5 or 10 feet around me. Tell me. 5 feet. And I'm just... I'm, I'm five foot behind him, so that he's dark vision and his stealth are still at an advantage. Done. You're down to five feet. Um, and then I think we should probably um, stealth in mm-hmm. and check out what's around. Okay. And we'll, I, I will be close enough that he can signal to me, but that I'm not um, interfering too much with bringing too much light in right now. So you guys are stealthing in? Yeah. yeah. So make me stealth checks. Uh, okay. Uh, we are both on the same. So we're uh, saying this to the rest of the party. Six. six. Yes. So this one is mine. Fifteen. Okay. And then Guybrush. Nineteen. Are you telling the rest of the party that you're scouting ahead? Yeah. Okay. Quietly. <laughs> so go ahead, move in a little. Okay. So where is a good place to position us? You have to be on the right-hand side. You can't really walk up the river. It gets a little deeper there. So like mm. there? Oh! Look! Okay. And then I would be, like, here. Or can I be oh, there? Right. Hey? Can I be there? Yes. Okay. Um, as soon as you round the corner... These oh, wolves dive towards you. Oh, nice. Three. And they're, they're snapping. You realize that as they get to that point, that they're all chained to that stalagmite that you can see. And they can't quite reach you on the stairs. <laughs> Is there any type of animal handling I can do in this situation? You could attempt to calm them. They seem very, very angry. They look kind of mangy. Let me read you. Just inside the cave mouth, a few uneven stone steps lead up to a small, dank chamber on the east side of the passage. The cave narrows to a steep fissure at the far end and is filled with the stench of animals. Savage snarls and the sounds of rattling chains greet your ears where three... Three wolves? Three, it says two wolves in the description and three wolves in the actual thing. Three wolves are chained up just inside the opening. Each wolf's chain leads to an iron rod driven into the base of a stalagmite. Cool. Um, it's kind of cruel to do anything too badly to them because they're chained up. You could try, gonna... If you want to try animal handling, you could try to calm them down. They look very hungry. What's the... Do we have... Oh, Nick has animal handling, and I have a look. Yeah. Nick has plus three in animal handling. Okay. So maybe try. Suppose we don't have any salted pork. You have sticks, the... though, don't you? you can sticks. You've got rations, which include dried meats. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's do that. I'll... Throw them. Uh, I'll throw them some dried meat. Mm-hmm. We also have goblin bodies. <laughs> did we, wait, did we bring goblin bodies with us? There's, there's two right back here in the uh, clearing. Yeah, we could toss them to you. Yeah, toss, toss as, 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 as someone who understands animals, you realize that the chance of them eating the goblins is, is reduced over eating actual food. Yeah. Just because chances are the goblins are what they see every day. 
They're picky eaters? Well, yeah, probably. Uh, so I, I throw them dried meat and talk to them in a I don't think nice it would matter much if they were hungry, though. Probably not, but they think less about it than if he's actually feeding them something that looks like actual meat. There's lots of cats looks like the cats eating their dead owners. Yes, exactly. Well, that's why we just toss in the legs and the arms. It's funny. Throw them some of your rations, right? Yeah, and uh, I guess so. Do I need to do a animal animal handling check? Yes, you do. Wisdom animal handling. Uh, that's plus three. Three. Thirteen. They begin to kind of settle down a little, and they eat the meat. They're wary of you, but they stop snarling and snapping, and just kind of settle a little bit. Up to the point where you could actually pat one on the head. I think I want to. Pet. Do I need to roll anything to pet a wolf? <laughs> what you just did? Mm-hmm. You roll. No, just press your fingers, please. Like I don't want to. I don't want to like get my hand bitten off off of a shitty roll. There, <laughs> it makes it really hard to shoot a bow at that point. Oh, no, it's it's fine. All right, so. I'm petting you, they, they settle. They they seem happy. Sweet. We give them enough so that so that they can just sit and. They're, they're quiet. They just quiet them down. Um. Can I tie them up? Are they calm enough that I can tie them together with my rope? Mm, you don't think they're going to really appreciate being? Well, I guess they're already tied. So they've already got collars on. Or they've got chain. They've got chain wrapped around their necks right now. Like, how does everyone feel about us adopting a pack of snarling beasts? <laughs> um, it would take a significant amount to train them to stop them being snarling. They are very wild. They've never really been domesticated much. They've kind of been kept in line by being beaten. It would be decent of you to, you know, unchain them before the chain embeds themselves into their skin. You, you could release them. Yeah, that might work. If I, like, release them now, do you, does it seem like I'm going to have to worry about them attacking the shit out of us? If you let them go, well, as in put them outside into the woods, you don't think they'd be a problem. It, it could be a sign of good faith, since you fed them, and if you freed them, that's, you know. They might be our best mates, then. I'd like to free these animals. Okay. You... Unchain them, you loosen the chains around their necks and take them out one at a time. They look ah. nervous. What do you do, Gagrish? Full cure to the animals. I, I, I pet them gently and go, You're free now, and if you wish to follow us, it is your choice. We will not hurt you. They're, they're wolves. They look at each other for a moment and then dash off into the woods. Well, it is what it is. Oh, man, I hope that comes back to haunt us later like they killed some small children. You, you hear the sounds of howling as they they vanish into the trees. <laughs> We're still oh, a decent way away from the village. Releaser of the wolves. You're good. Release the hounds. Is, Release is, there the anything, hounds. is there anything in the room of note? No, it just like stinks of animals. Is this like a very narrow kind of... It's a fissure in the rock. Uh, at the very far back side of it. This tip end here. Just here. So we should probably follow them up since... Like what kind of fissure? Like a natural cave-in type thing? Or it's a, yeah, it's like a narrow opening. It seems to lead to some kind of natural chimney. Hmm. Interesting. 
probably so, won't hold any interest for us. Yeah, we're. I will go slightly back and tell them to follow us and not to attack the wolves that are just about to run past them, probably. Okay, okay. Um, and they can maybe move in, and while Guybrush kind of heads out, look a little more on his own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that work? Yeah. Move yourselves. Roderick will stay very close to the slight light source that Marigold's lantern gives off. So, where would you like to be moved up to? Um, I don't know, did we want to check out that back, uh, that back little crevice back there? Um, yeah, sure. You have better perception if you want to check it. So now there's nothing yeah. visible. I'm going to move into here, Hal. Okay. Uh, just to check the back of this room. Okay. Because I have my torch and... That's you, right? Yeah. Okay, you're moving in. Yep. Okay. Um, do I see? Oh, let me roll perception. <laughs> Again, depending on what you're searching for. Oh, should I investigate then instead? It's also you very. You're not going to find anything hidden unless you specifically state what you're looking at. Yes, you have to say what you're. You say, "I am searching the the fissure. I am searching the stalagmite," and then you'll be able to find things. Gone are the days of just looking around a room. Right, my investigation is plus one, my perception is plus six. So, how do I use my perception? What do I, if I want well, to it, there's nothing really... You're looking at the end here. The chimney that this fissure leads to goes up about 30 feet. And you can see a very dim light from above you. Okay. Suspect it's probably a f- small fire. All right. I'm looking specifically around to see if there is evidence of anything else in this room and any other exits and entrances into this room. Okay, you have a good look around. You don't think so. It looks like a very natural cave. Looks like the animals have been kept in here a very long time. Uh, Guybrush, are you moving any further in? Yeah, do you want to join me and follow me up to like... Well, no, she's searching. What are you doing? Are you waiting for her? Yeah, I was going to just wait. Okay. The passage is suddenly filled with a mighty roar as a huge surge of rushing water pours down from further up. I'd like I'd like a dexterity save from you, please. D twenty plus our dexterity. Not you, just Nick. Yeah, right, I'm asking. But yes, D twenty plus your dex bonus. Well, check your saving throws. You might have proficiency in which... Oh, yeah, you're right. You have proficiency in dex. Yeah, so it's plus six on mine. Yeah, plus six. Okay. So this is for Guybrush. Fourteen. Okay. The water... Guybrush dives out of the way into just around this corner as a huge tidal wave washes down. Like a huge amount of water just poured down the river. Uh, everybody other... everybody else is fine except for they get kind of wet as it kind of spills out of the cave and kind of fills the, the area outside of the cave mouth with water. Did all the goblins just flush at once? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like an Indiana Jones style. They probably broke a dam they have for repelling invaders. Okay. Hmm? Our sorceress is running away. Where did the sorceress go? She's been washed away by the by the river. Al. Yes. We've 
Nick and I have done an awful lot today for the party members. Get yeah, I was just waiting for them. What are you guys, the rest of you doing? Just waiting for those guys we're, to come back. We're waiting back. for the scouts to come back and tell us to come forward, I guess. Yeah. Well, now I've, now I've checked this room. Hmm? I'll go back, or I'll sign back to um, Guybrush that he can tell them that they can come up as far as here, at least. You, I can't, guess. Even, you can't even see him right now. Well, no, but I was as I was moving back towards him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You you realize that that chimney could be climbed if you wanted to climb it, just as an aside. Oh. That might be safer than uh, going up the river and worrying about uh, tidal waves. Um, if we climb up, it's just going to lead us back out somewhere, isn't it? Well, no, there's a fire up at the top. No, it was a flickering light. You think it was probably a fire. Okay. So it connects to another chamber, or they've got a watch fire up at top hill somewhere. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Um, All right, so should I go get the other party members? Yeah. I'm tired of us just being up here on our own. You can probably step, step out into the cave. The light comes into the cave enough for people to be able to see you once you step into the corridor. So, Guybrush can probably stand like there. And uh-huh, fine. Pull him across, and I'm next to him. So if y'all would like to come into this little former dog room. <laughs> the kennel. Yes. What was a big gush of water that came out? Sorry? Go ahead, thing. Oh, no, I was just saying, yeah, gracious hospitality invitements in, so. How did you say what? something? What was, a, what was a big wave of water that came out? No idea. It's a big wave of water. Wasn't us. Promise. Did let some water. Alright. May have seen them. So Roderick will step forward into the area signified by them. I'll follow as well. Okay. Move yourselves. Probably get about there or so. I'm I'm following. Not used to being at the So are you planning to go further on ahead? Or are we going up as a group at this point? Um I was thinking about stealthing up to like Stealthing. Like, like there. And uh Seeing what I could see. Go for it. Um, so Stop the... Okay. 1d20 plus. Do you I need to... Move? Okay. You can move for free, and then it, you automatically lit up a little further. How's that stop there? So, make me a perception check, please. Uh, just... Just... Guybrush. Just Guybrush. I suppose I could use his passive, really, but I'll make it. He seems to be looking. Really, but <laughs> well, um, he, he seems to be kind of being aware. I'm guessing he's kind of looking actively. Um, okay, you don't see anything. You hear what you think. You hear something from up ahead that sounds vaguely like a goblin talk, but you're not quite sure what it says. The career talk. Where you are. Uh, the main passage from the cave mouth climbs steeply upward the stream plunging and splashing down its western side. In the shadows, a side passage leads west 
across the other side of the stream. Oh. You have um, dark vision? Yes. Um, yeah. In yeah. the shadows of the ceiling to the north, you can just make out the dim shape of a rickety bridge of wood and rope crossing over the passage ahead of you. Another passage intersects this one 20 feet above the floor. So, there's multi-height passages. Yep, there's a bridge across above you. Ahead. Here. This is a bridge, and it is above you. Can Marigold see me right now? Um, yes, because the light from outside is illuminating you a little. Go go much further, there's not going to be any light from outside. You vaguely hear the sounds of banging up ahead, and then there's another rush of water, and you and Roderick can make me a dex check, please. Dex save. As another gush of water floods down the corridor. Roderick gets a 12. Okay, it's enough. You jump into the side corridor and avoid the water. I'll kind of growl at Marigold. I thought you guys said this was nothing. It, is a, it almost fills the corridor. There's a huge amount of water just gushed down. I, I didn't say it was nothing. No, I'm talking to Marigold, not you. Yeah. Did Guybrush roll an 11? Uh, yeah, and I didn't say you anything because I haven't spoken to you Hello. since you came back. You were standing right beside me. Hello. 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 Here's Hal. Hello. Not getting anything. It's a Skype moment. There we go. We all went quiet again. No, you know, not... you just just for you. Really? I, uh, oh, yep. the recording yep. computer couldn't hear you either, apparently. We're back uh, now. I, I asked if Guybrush rolled that 11. Was that his deck serve? Yes. Yeah. Okay, very good. You managed to grip hold of the wall and kind of duck into a crevasse, a little crevice in the wall as the water rushes by you. Cool. So I'm still where I am? You're still where you am. Alright. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and return to the party and tell them all that I have seen. Okay, you do that. <sighs> um, Roderick's going to step further into this little alcove after that brief splash. Okay. Alright. I'll just throw out that I'm going to probably have to turn in before too much longer. You big wuss. It's quarter past twelve. True. Maybe we should stop here. You want to? Is it a good place, Hal? It's a fine place, yes. Um, We stop here. Water has gushed down upon you. Yeah. And we know what's ahead, and um, Guybrush has just come back to the party to tell everybody so we can Mm -hmm. be aware of it. Water and goblin brand. Technically, I I could give you experience now, I suppose. Let's do it the proper way rather than the way in the book. So, you killed four goblins. Woo! Woo, indeed. You then killed an additional two goblins for a total of six goblins, and you also dealt with three wolves. Congratulations. I believe you also get experience for going up that trapped path. Yeah, traps. Um, Yes, you do. Okay, so the the trapped path is 75 experience. Oh, hang on. When you arrive at the hideout, I award you each 75. So that's 75 each, apparently. Excellent. Bizarrely, just out of the blue, you get 75 each. Each goblin is worth... 
Hang on, calculate it out. Is worth 50. So for six goblins, that will give you 300 as a party. And then the wolves are each worth 50. So that's 150. So that's 450 divided by 5 is like... 90. 90, yeah, you're right. So everybody gets 165 experience. 165. Mm-hmm. Okay, half, halfway to uh, level 2. Yeah, level 2 is only 300 experience. You can get you can get to level 20 for like, is it 350,000? Something like that. So we, our actual characters in the other game would be like level 18 or something ridiculous. Oh. Yes, because you just compare experience across different systems. It's <laughs> Rollmaster where everybody's got like hundreds of millions of experience. So what Exchange. did you think so far? I think it's good. It's interesting. Too early to tell for me. I mean, obviously it's a goblin cave, so it can only be so interesting, but system-wise, I don't think it's terrible. It's easy enough. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how the full system works. This seems to work fine, but I think we're yeah. missing some of the nuances of the rules. Well, but this is what they're... This is, like, all we'll have for quite a while. The Dungeon Master book doesn't even come out for a few months. Yeah. That's when's where the, P- that's where the optional the P- rule systems hide. So the, so the, well, the P- I think the PHP will add other things, too. It will have yeah, more options. There and stuff, yeah. It'll have more options, but the same core rules will be the same. Right. But the There'll also be more things like there's more, you know, class more stuff. More classes, more archetypes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, if you need to cast Dancing Lights again, I have tokens for it now. Good, good. Just saying, they're hidden in the wall so you can't see them, but they're there. <laughs> I have written down that we're ending the session with all of us stood at the entrance of the wolf room. It's, if, you, if you want a reference, it's room three. Uh, Guybrush has scouted ahead and seen further tunnels and multi-level passages. That's good. I like that. Okay. What do we think of dynamic lighting? Is it working okay? Yeah, seems to be fine. Annoying. <laughs> it's annoying because you can't see the whole map. Well, no, not so much that. It's just it, I think it's more work because we've just we've spent more time talking about how much we can see than anything else. I actually don't think that's a bad thing in a dark cave, to be quite honest. No, that's probably true. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing in a dark cave <laughs> so I mean I think it's fair you should be cautious and I think it's adding that a little bit you took kind of a drubbing a little bit of that first fight but I guess you're right it, it could go either way to be perfectly honest I think it's all making it a bit too slow and cautious well the dynamic lighting a bit yes maybe yeah. a little maybe a little I mean but... we've been here for an hour and we've got maybe 15 or 20 feet further into the cave it's because your yeah. it's because your scouts haven't gone very far in. Well, there are giant <laughs> things of water and wolves. It's it's it's, it's why Ro- why Roderick's is saying put on the light and just charge in, ready it's to a, defend. That's the thing. You could just turn on Lindsay's light, which goes sixty feet, and just go. Yeah, and then everyone. And, and unfortunately, we have two rogues who want to go the scouting option, so I'm a bit outnumbered <laughs> in that opinion. <laughs> what do we do? That's all. Hmm? Um. Yeah, and then, you know, we could have had someone who didn't manage a deck save and just get washed down, and who it's knows not too, It's not too terrible. You get washed down into kind of the area at the start and take some damage from the rocks. We don't know that. 
No, no, but it's, exactly. But if we kept moving forward, we could have got to a spot where we won't have to worry about the water. Mm-hmm. As it is, we'll have to face it a third time as well. I moved like ten feet in, and there was another fucking wave. <laughs> Do you ever get the feeling you were being watched at that point? Though, sure. Sh- sure, surely, if he was watched at that point, he should have been able to see the other person. Made a perception check and failed it. Ah, against the stealth check. Well, but if they're were they hiding behind something? They were hiding on something. In the bridge. How come, how come I didn't have to do a stealth check then? It's true. I snuck in. If he was skirting the corner. True. Because the guard's actually watching the passageway. Well, but so he, was he not able to get a stealth check at all? Well, to be quiet. Yeah, and to skirt. Well, he could have skirted. I guess he could have had a stealth check. And I, I mean, I specifically it's not like they don't. It's not like they don't know you're coming. After all the debacle with the wolves. Also, keep in mind he's at a debacle. Um, keep in mind, nevertheless, he's still at a disadvantage to perception checks. Mm-hmm. It's dim light unless they have a light source. I don't need a light source. They're goblins. But in total darkness, and well, admittedly, unless if they have standard dark vision. Mm-hmm. It's still dim light for them, which means it's a disadvantage to any perception checks. He rolled well. Okay. Plus his stealth was very good. Stealth's amazing. Plus the fact that he was actually on the map within the line of your light for a good hour of this game. <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. You could actually see him. I had him on the actual token layer. He has since moved. We done? I believe we are. Awesome. Are we happy? Yeah. Yeah. Lockhart's not convinced. <laughs> no, we've, we've barely done anything with it. You're right. We've barely we've barely scraped it. When are we doing it again? Well, I know. Let's I'm stop it before we discuss scheduling. Yeah. yeah. Lockhart, we're stopping it. Yeah. Three, two, one.